This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. Today is Friday, February 11th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. An Uber driver was critically injured during a carjacking and shooting in Philadelphia, police say. It happened at 1130 Thursday, uh, 1130 in the evening on the 7400 block of Torsdale Avenue in Mayfair. According to police, the 52-year-old Uber driver was inside of his vehicle making a phone call to his cousin when two masked suspects described as young males approached him. They told him to get out of the vehicle. Uh, Philadelphia Police Captain John Walker said as he's on the highway, they tell him don't move. He gets up and tries to run. As he's running southbound on Torzell Avenue, two shots are fired, striking him in the leg. Uh, they then fled with the victim's 2021 gray Toyota RAV4. The Uber driver was taken to Frankfurt Torzell Hospital in critical but stable condition. These guys are going after these Lyft and Uber drivers like crazy. I know. It's terrible. Uh, police say they are reviewing video in the area. DNA and a 20-year-old genealogy expert <clears throat> helped state police identify the man who abducted, raped, and murdered a young girl in a case that rattled a Pennsylvania coal town nearly six decades ago, officials announced Thursday. State police exhumed the long-dead assailant's body last month and said his DNA precisely matched DNA left on the jacket of the victim, a nine-year-old Maurice Ann Chevella, who was snatched on the morning of March 18, 1964, as she walked to school in Hazleton, about 80 miles north of Philadelphia. Her body was found that afternoon in a nearby waste coal pit. Authorities say she was raped and strangled. Police identified her killer as James Paul Forte, a bartender with a record of violent sexual assault who died of natural causes in 1980 at the age of 38. Police said that Forte, who was 22 at the time of the murder, had no known connection to the little girl or her family. Generations of state police investigators pursued Maurice's uh, killer. More than 230 members of the department were involved in the probe at one time or another, but Forte's name uh, did not come up until 2020. By that time, new DNA technology established a distant family connection to Forte. Uh, and Eric Schubert, a college student and expert in genetic genealogy who volunteered to work on the case, uh, put together an extensive family tree and helped investigators uh, narrow their suspect list. Kathy, I wonder how much this uh, 23andMe stuff and Ancestry.com, all of that, those records that are being accrued make it easier to do this Absolutely, and I'm wondering too how many times it's going to lead to like exhumations like this. Yeah. Yeah. Where they go and dig a body back up, test it and go, there it is. You know what? I mean, Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's it's great closure for the family. Also, depending on the timelines, if this person is still yeah. out and about or alive, yeah. you know, I mean, then, it's, it's they a fascinating can, time. Yeah, I can't yeah. believe that the DNA lived that long on his jacket. Kathy, they well, yeah, that's that's a good point. They yeah. they were going, they they were exhuming bodies that were associated with the assassination of Lincoln. Uh, oh and getting DNA from bones. Wow. And stuff. So, yeah, it's pretty amazing. Yeah, I guess if there's, uh, you know, hair and, and skin or something, I, I don't know what, maybe bone, yeah, it still contains yeah, yeah. stuff that you can still... Well, they can pull DNA, into. like, off of uh, woolly mammoths and stuff like that. They yeah. can't get DNA out of dinosaurs. You know, some of that part of, like, Jurassic Park is fiction or whatever, and uh, clearly. Uh, but uh, they're able to, like, if they're, you know, they're talking about um, uh, melding an elephant with a woolly mammoth <laughs> from 10,000 yeah, yeah, yeah. years ago. The way that they would do that was by pulling the DNA off of something that died. Wait um, a minute, Nick. Those dinosaurs were real. <laughs> Come on. I know some of it was documentary. You know what, though? They did use that for good purpose because th- there was a, a woolly mammoth serving time, and he did not commit <laughs> the crime. Right? And now he's out. Oh, it's now. about time. <laughs> <laughs> State police made... 
A state police made the announcement at a news conference <laughs> packed with current and retired investigators, including the trooper her f- trooper who first probed uh, Maurice's murder. The little girl uh, also had four siblings, uh, and some of her extend- extended family members were there. Her siblings uh, called her a sweet and shy girl who was learning to play the organ and aspired to be a nun. They said their deceased parents never sought revenge but justice. Wow. Uh, you know, they, I, I wonder like about that, Preston, about, so you do have the closure, but this guy apparently just lived a life and passed yeah. away right. normally yeah. and, and did not suffer for the horrible thing he did. On a completely separate note, Snuffleupagus was probably a mammoth, right? Uh, yes, uh, I would imagine. Just without, without, without the, without uh, the tusks, tusks and yeah, yeah. maybe a baby mammoth well, they, or something There was like an episode that. of Sesame Street where they chainsawed them off. Oh, oh, oh okay. Poachers yeah, came yeah. in again. Okay, I missed that one. It was like Sesame Street rated R. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the state of Delaware's month-long... In- <laughs> <laughs> Hang on a second, Kathy. What? I know that news is important, but okay. I just pulled up his Wikipedia page, and it says he's a giant anteater-like mammoth. No. <laughs> mammoth. Without yeah. tusks or visible okay. ears. So he's a type of mammoth. Yeah, so okay. I guess he's got mammoth uh, blood in there There's somewhere? far yeah. more mammoth than anteater. I agree. Anteater. Yeah. Knock it off. All right, yeah. But he's got a little bit. I see a little bit of aardvark in him there, yeah. yeah. Okay. Does he have any Italian in him? He does have <laughs> long you like eyelashes. Some? Yeah. The state of Delaware's month-long indoor mask mandate for businesses will come to an end Friday morning. The universal mask mandate will expire at 8 a.m. this morning. Governor John Carney said Monday he was rescinding the order he imposed because we're in a much better place than we were several weeks ago. But Carney temporarily extended the mask requirement in public and private K-12 through schools and child care facilities to Thursday, March 31st. Administration officials say the temporary extension will give parents time to get their children vaccinated before the expiration of the mask requirement. Anybody else starting to feel a little light at the end of the tunnel here? Oh, my God, yeah. It's, it's starting so. to, yeah. you know, I don't want to get too anxious about it because it, we, we did, you know, a year ago or so. Yeah. Uh, but it's starting to feel a little bit better. I've felt betrayed so much I'm building a bomb shelter right now. <laughs> <laughs> right? You got, oh, yeah, oh, no. Make sure, oh, yeah. no. Make sure you have some of those foil blankets. <laughs> yes. Because uh, we know those work. I do, you know, I did buy those rations. Did you really? Yeah, the, the, the ones, rations? Yeah, the ones yeah. will last for like 70 years. Dr. Mike and I bought them. So he's, <laughs> Dr. Mike says, you never, you, you never, you never know. know. Right. So I got them and I said, Mike, here's the deal. When we're 85, hopefully. Crack them open. Uh, crack them open <laughs> and have like a gourmet chef prepare oh, them for us so there. we can finally taste what the hell they are uh, all about. Yeah. Uh, this time will also allow local school administrators and school boards to consider their own mask requirements. In sports this morning. <laughs> The Brooklyn Nets and the Sixers agreed to a blockbuster trade just hours before yesterday's deadline with James Harden and Paul Millsap coming to Philadelphia. And that was for Ben Simmons, Seth Curry, Andre Drummond, and two first-round draft picks going to Brooklyn. The deal allows both teams to move on from unhappy superstars who had been seeking trades. For the Sixers, it means the end of what has been months of drama surrounding Simmons, who has to be traded shortly after the Sixers lost to the Atlanta Hawks in the second round of the Eastern Conference playoffs last year. The Sixers return to action tonight with a game at home against the Oklahoma City Thunder. Harden is not expected to play in tonight's game. Saturday will likely be his first game with the team. The Sixers are 32-22 and 22 and 
in fifth place in the Eastern Conference, while the Thunder are 17-37 and 37 and near the bottom in the West. Tip-off is at 7 o'clock. The Flyers are on the road tomorrow with a day game in Detroit against the Red Wings. The puck will drop at noon. And at the Winter Olympics in Beijing, snowboarding great Sean White ended his legendary career with a disappointing finish in the men's snowboard oh, half-pipe man. final. Yeah, White, a three-time Olympic gold medalist and snowboarding icon, was emotional after crashing out on his final run. He just missed the podium with a fourth-place finish. On his run, he nailed a front 1440 to open but couldn't land uh, his next trick and skated to the bottom to applause from everyone in the crowd. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right, thank you very much, Kathy. Uh, we are prepared for a Friday in epic form. We've got such a beautiful weekend ahead of us. Uh, we want to make sure that we have a good time this morning leading you into that. So we got a couple of guests on the show. Uh, we're going to have a comedian, Punky Johnson, from Saturday Night Live, who's going to be at Punchline Philly tonight. Cool. Uh, checking in in the 8 o'clock hour. And then we're also going to have from our sister station, 97.5, the fanatic uh, Devon Gibbons is going to be joining us uh, talking about the Sixers. Straight and obviously, you know, you got the Super Bowl this weekend. It's a ton of a stuff. Few, yeah. few sports things that we can dive into. But uh, he's the Sixers guy. Like yeah, that's, he's that's, the dude. He is, his absolute expertise is in that realm. Excellent. So, uh, we'll talk to him about the trade and and uh, his expectations, and uh, you know, just kind of get a, a feel for things. There, yeah. are, there are a few guys that uh, work down the hall that whenever I see them, like I'm so happy to see them and just you know talk to them for five minutes. Devon's one of those guys. All right, excellent. So he'll be in uh, around nine o'clock this morning. We'll give away our word of the week prize today. If we've got stuff uh, handy, we'll do that. Oh yeah, you know what? We do have uh, a meet need of sorts uh, this morning because uh, Casey's going to be uh, doing an appearance later on today, right, Case? Yeah. So I'm going to be at Colmar Beverage because Bud Light. <laughs> They're unveiling this new zero carb beer. Do you yeah. want to know how many zero people, carb beer? All right, <laughs> yeah. Some people come by and they'll will come into our office and they'll see because we have a couple of uh, small cases of it in there. What is this? What yep. is this? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they they um, wanted somebody who hasn't uh, had any alcoholic beverages in the last ten years to <laughs> go out and promote their zero carb beer. Hey, well, listen, yeah. it's got zero in it. It has zero in it. So no, listen, your, I, your I love, should I go out there? Bud Light has been a sponsor of Team WMMR Rock and Rollers for years and years yeah. and years, and I have a great relationship with Dorenzi, so I'm more than happy to go out and well and, and promote responsible drinking. And on behalf yeah. of your appearance, I took some home and yeah. I drank it All right. Right before last oh, and i'm yeah. good to go and it's it's a very clean very light beer cool uh and it is i think it's only 80 calories i think i read on the uh on crazy, the can yeah. so those are the big and, considerations the calories and, and the carbs they got no carbs yeah that's, so, that's pretty so amazing if you are if you're looking for that it arrives today casey will be at colmar beverage today what time i'll be there from one to three and chickies and pizzas uh, i believe they're sending out their craft fry truck oh, as yeah. well awesome well, they're bringing it here oh, this board did you hear, that was almost like Whoa, Nick's like, did yes. you hear that? It was like Nick's like, holla. It was like Nick's holla. We might have to isolate that. Did you hear that? Anybody I catch that? No. It had this weird vibrato to it. Yeah. All right. So anyhow, uh, yeah, they're coming by here this morning. And so that means we will have uh, $50 gift cards. From Chickies and Pete's, right? Yes. Is that what these are for? Sure. All right, so we'll be All giving right. those away this morning. It's a wonderful thing. So uh, hang in there. Stay with us. We'll take a break. Come back in a second. Ask the stupid question. I'm going to do a Super Bowl-related question. All Steve, right. you in particular will find this very, very interesting. All right, I'm intrigued. And we will give away uh, some goodies and get into the entertainment stories. We'll be right back. Stay there. Stream WMMR anywhere you have an internet connection. Listen on our mobile app or go to WMMR.com. It's kind of self-explanatory after that. 
The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, stupid question this morning. Uh, we will give away tickets to see Ghost and Bulby tomorrow at the Waterfront Music Pavilion in Camden. And we're going to do a, <clears throat> excuse me, a Super Bowl-related question. Uh, so halftime entertainment this year is uh, Eminem, Dre, uh, Snoop Dogg, Kendrick Lamar, Mary J. Blige. So who was the first singer to perform at the halftime show at the oh. Super Bowl. Who's the first, the first singer singer to perform? Because they would do marching bands right. and things yeah, like yeah, that. And the Jet Pack. So who was the first singer to perform at the Super Bowl halftime show? Two one five two six three. I thought it was a dancer. WNMR. Oh, yeah. uh, let's see if you know the answer. No, so she, she was, was a dancer. Call call me if you know the answer. <laughs> We'll go to the birthdays while we're waiting for the answer. Today is Friday, February 11th. It is the amazing Jennifer Aniston's birthday oh, today. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I, it's it's the only reason that I'll spend a little bit of time watching an old Friends show episode. Yeah, they, you know they were really so pretty. Yeah, yeah. The, and that cast was pristine in the beginning, and then mm-hmm. over the course of the years. But uh, she was a Jeopardy question last night. Oh, oh yeah. What uh, was it? What, what was the hairstyle called? Oh, oh, it was called the Rachel. Rachel yeah. 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 Um, she is kind of perfect. She's yeah. only had a little. I only. I feel like she's only had a little, little bit she's of work. She's getting done. a little of the of the taut. No, you know what? She had early on. work done. Like she, before, well, she had a nose job she, right she, at the beginning. Yeah, yeah, she had the nose job at the beginning, but she started getting the work done before it was like the thing to do. Before everyone was doing it, and she still isn't. Cr- crossing over, but she's a little pulled back. A she's a little bit. pulled back. She actually, if you watch the movie Leprechaun, you can see her original nose. Yep. Oh, uh, yep. yeah, yeah. Okay. Without question, she did have a nose job back then. Uh, she's beautiful. She's talented. Uh, great actress. She's 53 today. Uh, Taylor Lautner from the Twilight movies. Are you uh, Team <clears throat> Taylor? Oh, sure. Yeah. Okay, well, no. <laughs> I, I never That movie, those. by the... Listen... I saw all three, and uh, there, there. I, I, maybe it was a study in self torture, but it was, uh, it was just an amazing pop culture thing to witness. Listen, I'm, I'm Team Shark Boy. Oh, there oh, you go. Yeah. He right. was Shark Boy. He was yeah. better. Yeah. yeah, he's 30 today. <laughs> uh, it's also Jeb Bush's birthday today. Governor of Florida, uh, former governor of Florida, veteran of the Twilight series, president of uh, <laughs> brother of President George Team W. Jeff Bush. to me that they're vampires. 69 today. <laughs> Tina Louise has her birthday. Ginger from Gilligan's Island. We had a chance to speak to her. It was great. She's great. And we talked to the guy, uh, the the world's most interesting man. Remember, whatever that actor, he dated her for years and said she was the best. She she, was the best of everything. Is she the last living? I think she is, Kate. Uh, Yeah, no one else is around. Yeah, I think you're correct. Yeah. Yeah, Alan Hale passed away years ago. Bob Denver. Uh, Yeah, everybody. Natalie Schaefer. And, and the rest. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Marianne passed. Yeah. yeah. What's yeah. the professor's actual name again? Russell Johnson. And okay. and obviously Mr. Howe, Mr. and Mrs. Yeah, Howe yeah. passed away a long time ago. <laughs> Who was Mr. Howe? What was his name? Jim Backus. Jim Backus. Wow. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Mr. Magoo. Uh, yeah, that's correct. Uh, Tina Louise is 88 today. All right, this will make you feel old. Matthew Lawrence 
uh, who was the son in the movie Mrs. Doubtfire. He's 42 today. Yeah, that's Joey Lawrence's brother, right? Yes, the whole Lawrence family dynasty. He's 42 years old today. Man, oh, man. I bet you he could still play that role. Yeah. Uh, maybe. All right, uh, this next birthday is a really big deal. Uh, <laughs> it's Sarah Palin's birthday. Ah, so, it's a big deal. She's a big deal. And she's fifty-eight years old. I think she's in. I think she's involved in a lawsuit in New York, New York right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Natalie Dormer. Oh, yeah. oh, she's beautiful. She's forty years old today. Um, that seems in uh, Captain America. Preston. Yeah, she kind of seduces him uh, in the original, the yeah. uh, the first Avenger. Yeah, uh, but she was great in Game of Thrones. Played uh, Marjorie Tyrell. Uh, she doesn't have a problem getting naked from time to time in her roles. Uh, so happy birthday to! And she has. The most unique lopsided smile. Yeah, I like uh, it. It's it's this really yeah, it's unique. That's the only way I can describe it, and it's adorable. Too. I like imperfections. Um, you also have Damian Lewis celebrating his birthday today. Ah. Uh, Homeland and Billions. Steve, it's like your a fav- billions. Your favorite Quentin Tarantino movie. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. He Pines. plays Steve McQueen. He plays. He is spot. Yeah. On in yeah. that movie is Steve McQueen. And apparently, I think that's true. Steve McQueen had a massive crush on. Uh, uh, God, uh, yeah, Tate. Yeah, Sharon Sharon Tate. Tate, yeah. yeah. Um, Didn't he just lose his wife too? Helen, uh, I think did so. He? Yeah, David yeah. Lewis. Yeah, Helen McCrory. Oh. She who, who was in the uh, Harry Potter franchise. She was um, uh, oh crap, the the snotty kid's uh, mom. Um, Malfoy. Malfoy's mom. Really, yeah. Uh, Malfoy. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. She passed away last year. That's oh, terrible. Man. Well, he's uh, a damn good actor. He really and, is. And really, I, you guys should go watch Homeland. There's, okay. you know it. It is. It really. It holds up. I, I don't want to lie. I don't have. Enough, I'm watching so much. Else, I know. I, I, I'm eventually going to. If you're it. saying it, I believe it. Yeah. yeah. I'm eventually going to get to. I got to go back to it. You do. I watched There's a couple seasons. One season where you're like, okay, you know, but then it came. That's probably really... when I trailed off. Do you mm-hmm. remember what season it was? Yeah, it was the one where uh, they you got know. the jeep, the jobs at the pool. Remember that. No, Remember? was it like was it like two or three three maybe? It was probably season three or four. Okay, then that's it. That's when I trailed right. off. After it was, I think the season. Okay, never mind. <laughs> uh, Damian Lewis is fifty one. <laughs> My bad. Guys. All right, we're gonna we're gonna go to the phones to see if we can get an answer to this question. Who is the first singer to perform at the Super Bowl halftime show? And while we go to the, these phone calls. Uh, we can see what the answers are that people are going to give, and it is the most eclectic list of answers. <laughs> it's astonishing. I'm going to give you the ones that are wrong first, yeah. okay, because I just want you to hear, and they're going to disappear as soon as I get this. But uh, the first singer, somebody thought Eminem was the first singer. <laughs> no. no. They've been doing it. Mary J. Blige, no, she's uh, she's it's doing this, it this year. Yeah, maybe that's what they thought. Tommy Walker, Elvis Presto, oh. New Kids on the Block, what? but the actual answer I think Pierce has for us. Hey, Pierce, are you there? I'm here. Who was the first singer to perform at Super Bowl halftime show? Carol Channing. Carol Channing. It's such an honor to be here. That is correct. And uh, you got it right, Pierce. Hang on the line. Kiss you on the hand, baby. Quite continental. But diamond, diamond, girls. Where's everyone go? Friend. A kiss may be grand, but it won't pay the rental on your humble it was 1970. She was a big star back then. Who can we get? A bunch of guys smoking cigars in a board. Who's going to appeal to this audience? Carol Channing. Yeah. Uh, so, Pierce, we're going to give a pair of tickets to the uh, Ghost and Volbeat, uh, presented by MMR, this Saturday, tomorrow, at the Waterfront Music Pavilion. Tickets are on sale now via Ticketmaster, MMR VIPs. Click contest, WMMR.com, because we're giving away a Ghost autographed guitar and drum head, plus a four-pack of tickets. All right. Uh, we will start entertainment-wise 
with this interesting story. Uh, according to BuzzFeed, an article published yesterday, a dozen current and former employees of the Dr. Phil show say that the show fostered a toxic environment. Oh. Uh, sources told the outlet that workers were forced to perpetuate racist stereotypes on the show, mm. told to prevent mentally ill guests from taking their medication, and forced oh, to wow. endure verbal abuse. Wow. Now, although none of the uh, people that BuzzFeed News spoke with witnessed Dr. Phil engage in toxic uh-huh. workplace okay. behaviors, no, there's the they're going after the uh, producer, the executive I producer, sexy wow. sassy bitch. To what, for like, because of the, like for the show, like don't let yeah. the people take their medication, so they're crazy when they come on the show. There you go. Wow. So te- two current and ten former employees said that it was common to be screamed at and berated by executive producer Carla Pennington. I'm a bitch and proud of it. And yeah. other senior level staffers, uh, according to the report, attorneys for McGraw and Pennington categorically denied every allegation made in the story, insisting that Dr. Phil in no way fosters racist, uh, inappropriate interactions with guests, bullying and harassment, or any other unprofessional behavior. Didn't they force the interns to take care of his pets? Six gerbils, two cats, a hamster, and a rabbit? It's a handful. Yeah. That's a lot for any intern to take on. Uh, H. Patrick Morris, an attorney for the 71-year-old talk show host, said in a statement to E! News, BuzzFeed was offered dozens of current and former staff to talk to uh, but when the reporters started hearing the truth, which ruined their salacious narrative, they declined. Uh-huh. Dr. Phil takes every guest and their circumstances very seriously and spends enormous amounts of time preparing for him his time with them, including consulting uh, with world-class experts. But you and I know... It is. It, there's a common theme of producers, producers pushing this. We got to make this crazy. We got to make this over the top. You know and, what I mean? And what happens is a lot of times is that they will shield like the main star. We'll do this behind the scenes. We'll cultivate this. We'll keep them up all night. We'll get them lit. We'll you know all that stuff because they want the show to succeed, and that's how these shows succeed. If you want to see something that looks like it's still trapped. In a time bubble, Preston, the Steve Wilco show. Oh, really? It's like it's like, like Springer from years ago. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see. Angelina Jolie's daughter Sahara uh, accompanied her to Washington D.C. on Wednesday, where the Oscar winner gave a speech promoting the renewal of the Violence Against Women Act. Uh, the Oscar winner said in her speech, "I want to acknowledge the children who are terrified and suffering at this moment." And the many people for whom this legislation comes to, the women who have suffered through this system with little or no support, who still carry the pain and trauma of their abuse. The young adults who have survived abuse and have emerged stronger, not because of the child protective system, but despite it. And the women and children who have died who could have been saved. Uh, Earlier in the day, Jolie shared an Instagram of herself and her 17-year-old daughter and wrote that she is, quote, glad to share in the advocacy with Zahara and for her presence to calm my nerves before today's press conference. So, uh, Angelina Jolie, still walking the walk, man. She does. Great. Yeah. I love it. Anderson Cooper. I got some baby stories for you, gang. Anderson Cooper has a special addition to his family. The longtime CNN anchor just shared the news. He welcomed a second child, Sebastian Luke Mazzani Cooper. <laughs> and do we have a clip? We do have the clip of the oh. moment. He announced it on the, his show last night and then... Proceeded to leave his show as someone to, as a uh, another CNN reporter took over. Oh, here, here we go. There's a lot to get to tonight, but I wanted to start off with some good news, which also happens to be very personal news. In April 2020, you may recall I announced the birth of my son Wyatt. If he looks particularly happy in this picture, it's because he now has a baby brother. <laughs> his name is Sebastian, and I would like you to meet him. He was 6.8 pounds at birth, 
and he is healthy and happy. Anderson, thanks for having me on tonight. <laughs> <laughs> he always gets so emotional. I, uh, I love him. Uh, so here's an interesting thing. The, the, his, um, I, I don't know if he's his husband at the time or if they're just in a relationship. They had the first child together, mm-hmm. uh, and then they broke uh, they broke up, but they're yep. both going to raise this one as well, yes. right? Yeah. So he said that uh, they're, the baby's going to be raised by him and his best friend and former partner, Benjamin Mazzani. Uh, he said, Wyatt calls me daddy and Benjamin Papa. We're a family. Benjamin is also in the process of adopting Wyatt, whose last name will be changed to Mazzani Cooper as well. Huh. So they're going to raise as, uh, as you know, a couple. Uh, even though they're not together, they will be, they will be sharing the parents. Yeah, duty, a couple. So that's cool. Uh, <laughs> speaking of babies. Yeah, a couple. Uh, Ashley Graham revealed the first photo of her twins on Instagram yesterday. Uh, were they on the cover a few years ago? Um, oh, no, you're talking no, oh, I see. You're talking about the kids. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, an intimate <laughs> shot. You've <laughs> seen the I twins didn't know before. What you were talking about. <laughs> uh, she's the plus size model? Yes. yes. Okay. Yep. Plus uh, size meaning that she's absolutely no- average and normal. Yeah. An intimate shot of the new mom nursing one of her boys while holding the other was captioned with their names uh, Malachi and Roman. When yeah. I first read the name Malachi, I thought it was Malachi. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you, when you hear Malachi, what do you think of immediately? I think of children. children the corn. Yeah. He's coming for you, Malachi. And then Malachi, what do you think of? The Malachi, the Malachi crunch. The Malachi brothers. <laughs> but okay. From the happy days. What? By, all right. So you just, know, they wrote the, the, the Demolition Derby. Yeah. Side note. All right, here's an uh, offshoot. Here we side, go. This is an offshoot. So uh, Jeep now has a like a pinkish color Jeep. <clears throat> do you know what it's called? Do you know what they call the pinkish color? Uh, the Tuscadero? Yes. I love it. Yeah. That's, That's not perfect. It's not called pink. It's right. called Tuscadero. Tuscadero. That's yeah. great. Yeah. I'm, I'm all over So they ditched the Labiana. Yeah. Is that a, was that a good offshoot? That was a good offshoot. Oh, I yeah. Yeah. That, that was pertinent. So uh, she wrote, my boys have been the greatest teachers and the biggest reminders that I can do hard things. Uh, this has not been easy, but it is so worth it. Still can't believe I have three children. Can't wait to share my birth and postpartum journey with you all soon. I'm so excited to be uh, part of that journey. She and her husband, Justin, welcome the twins on January 7th, <laughs> just two weeks before their oldest son, Isaac's second birthday. Sometimes I actually just give up obligations that I have in life just sitting there waiting for the information to come out about her. This, uh, though, I mean, like, feeding one, holding the other. Steve, I mean, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, 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 I was just gonna, my brother had twins, and uh, I was over there, and his wife was like, I said, I can feed a baby if you want. She goes, no, I can do the double feeding. Like, it's just, like, part of their life now. Yeah. Like, feeding yeah. two babies, they got it down pat, how you can hold one, put the other one here. And, wow. You get into a zone. Eventually, yeah. you do get into a zone. All right, Steve, you think that story was something right. you'd be fascinated with? How about this one? Kim Kardashian finally finished watching and just like that. Oh! Are you serious? That's just, what, did they break in on the news last night? Uh, the Skims founder. I'm Tom Broga. I mean... I've joined the news crew <laughs> for this very special occasion. Sex of the City is wrapped up in the viewing world for Kim Kardashian, who completed and just like that last night. We go now to Jim Lichowski outside of his television. <laughs> This is in your news prep, your yes. entertainment news prep, it is, it is, that she yes. watched a TV show. All right, what's, the, what's the spin? What's the, you know, what's the, just so that? The Skims founder wrote on her Instagram story Wednesday that she's, quote, really happy. Okay. Uh, that Miranda died, dyed her hair gray in the series finale. I dyed my hair. Yeah. <laughs> what you need to understand is is that this isn't like there aren't like, there isn't like a, a beat reporter smoking a cigarette with his press hat on on the phone. I got, I got it. I let this, did she finish the show yet? What happens is is that 
their PR people send these press releases out, and and the lazy people just say, okay, we're going to make it part of the news. Uh, that's, how it hap- that's how this story ends up in the news. I saw the same story. Kardashian captioned a photo of her TV screen with, I'm finally just catching up on the last week's episode, and just and this show just makes me so happy. Thanks for meeting me in this parking garage. I have something to tell you of the highest confidence. Kim Kardashian is finished watching the Sex and the City reboot. Are you sure? <laughs> I'm completely sure. This information can cause ripple effects throughout the world. You have to be very selective about who knows it and who it is transmitted to. <laughs> I will. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Deep throat? Yeah, deep throat. <laughs> it's apropos, don't you think? Yes. <clears throat> uh, <laughs> What's in the briefcase? <laughs> So Drink just... more oval <laughs> Crummy commercial. Uh, I just bitch. scrolled through her latest Instagram post, and uh, uh, normally I wouldn't bring this up, but I, I, to the last picture in the montage from yesterday, I believe one of her sons, one of her kids, is wearing a Philly shirt. It, it looks, looks that like way. It. Yeah. So it, old, old, old school Phillies. Yeah. yeah. Where would that connection be? That's a good question. So yeah. Maybe it's just a cool-looking shirt. It's possible. She, she, yeah. like, she was like, I like this logo. I like mm-hmm. the collars. <laughs> but you always want to ask. Red. Yeah, you, you always. Mm, who did she? Oh, no, I, I can't know. even think of anybody that no. would be a six degrees of uh, Philly. Well, for wait, her. let's see. Is any what's um? Oh no, just a fashion editor is tagged. I was wondering, mm. you know, if she tagged any. Right. The closest she got, she married the, the the basketball player who was from New Jersey, right? What was that? The, 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 oh, that uh, Chris Humphreys. Yeah, Chris yeah. Humphreys. Yeah, and he yeah. played here for a hot minute. By the way, uh, one last uh, comment from her. She said, I'm also really happy that Miranda is a redhead again. <laughs> oh, oh, she'd like the gray and the red. I guess so. Uh, but, uh, Nick, it if looks you need like... me, I'll be in the garage with the car running. <laughs> the one uh, kid has, like, maybe a, a Jordan shirt ish. Maybe it's 23. It could be LeBron. The other kid has, like, a Kawasaki shirt. So, I mean, it could be. Mm. It could be the, the whole motif is, you know. Sports and outdoors. Yeah, I don't know. All right, you guys are going to love this. Um, uh, It sounds like Betty White's Golden Girls co-stars didn't really like working with her. Uh, The show's casting director, Joel Thurm, appeared on the Originals podcast with entertainment journalist Andrew Goldman and revealed that both B. Arthur and Rue McClanahan described their former co-star... By calling her an effing c-word. No way. Mm-hmm. This so Preston for years I've heard that it was B. Arthur who was the difficult one to work with on uh, the Golden Girls, and that sort of fed into her persona, larger than life, and you know. Uh, but uh, then they put it in this context, and I'm like, hmm. Maybe I was only hearing half the story. Uh, when the host clarified, Thurm said, uh, "I heard it with my own ears." Uh, so, yeah. Uh, I told you guys, I, I went to a taping of, uh, Golden Girls one time. Uh, yeah. I don't remember, Los but Angeles. yeah. Los uh, Angeles, my sister and I, we, we went, we did, uh, one day we did, uh, The Price is Right, and then another day we did Golden Girls. Those would be the two I would go to. And, uh, and it was pretty cool. And the, the one, I, the main things I remember from it, I remember the comedian who did the warm-up, um, and in between takes, uh, he would talk Come to the crowd and just yeah. kind of keep people going. I remember that, uh, and they had a guest star. I don't remember who that was, but I also remember Rue McClanahan, in between takes, did not look like she wanted to be there. Oh. Now, she may have just been having a bad day. Right, right, I don't right, know, right. But I do remember that she would just kind of sulk a little bit. And the huh. other ones 
would also I, I, I it might have been Betty because they had to, they had to do like a take over and over and over. Oh, right, yeah. And I think it was her that kind of apologized to the audience. She's like, "Thank you all for being so patient." Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're trying to get this right. You know? Right, right, right. Um, so yeah, listen to people that worked together for a while, and maybe at one time or another they were at each other's backs or you know on each other's cases. The context story though is apparently. Um, Betty White is what they're saying would chastise or make fun of Estelle Getty who had trouble wasn't very good with remembering lines so she'd write lines all around the the set and write it on her hand and so on and so forth and um so uh but they say Betty White would call her out in front of the taping audience which mm. we were a part of at one point right right and, and that's and B Arthur and Rue McClanahan didn't like that who knows i i'm always suspicious of stories that break after someone passes away. Right. Yeah, I agree, Steve. I saw uh, a post um, of Rue McClanahan and Betty White on set, not taping. You know, the cameras were rolling, but Rue McClanahan told Betty White a joke. And it wasn't even a good yeah. joke. But the way that she told it, she was making herself laugh. She was making Betty White laugh. And it was just adorable. And it, yeah, was, yeah. it looked like two old friends having a laugh together. And to me, like, the, uh, look, Preston, I'm sure that, that they probably called each other the C word at one point. Yeah, they probably saw each other C word. <laughs> probably. Yeah. All right, so you remember that scissor episode on the Golden Girls? Uh, all right, other stories in the entertainment report. Uh, Zendaya's wax figure at Madame Tussauds London uh, has been getting some mixed reviews from fans. I was just looking at it, um, mm-hmm. and it I got to say, I'm, I'm not quite sure it's on the mark. I think it looks like her. I just don't think it's a good representation of her. I think it it, it kind of has like a... Like a um, like she's in a bad mood it or does. something like that. Yeah. yeah. Images of the figure started circulating on Twitter on Tuesday, and people are calling it a mix between Kylie Jenner and Naya Rivera. Uh, one, uh, well, one user suggested she looked like a flight attendant. Another wrote that the wax version of Zendaya looks like she wants to speak to the manager. There you go. <laughs> yeah. That's what it kind of looks like, I think. So she's got kind of this slight smirk. But yeah, I went to one of the wax museums, and um, it might have been Madame Tussauds in, in Hollywood, and some of them, some of them are spot on. Others are like, not quite. You missed the mark a little bit. The on that. ones that are spot on are are bizarrely chilling in, yeah. in how accurate they are. I wonder if at this point, are they all still handmade or are they using a 3D I don't know. printing process? Or oh, yeah. How do they get it so accurate? Look at the picture, Kathy. That's a good question. See the expression on her face? It, she does, yeah. with her lips, are sort of pursed. Kathy yeah. makes that face sometimes. I, yeah. I make it all the time. I will catch myself just, like, that's my, remember we <laughs> talked about it, resting duck lips. Like, yeah. I will rest that way. Yep. You remember when I was at home and we were doing Zoom and I took a picture of you yeah. while you were looking at the computer? Yeah, <laughs> it, it is. I, I need I, to share that. I catch myself all the time. However, here's my theory. Um, I think that uh, the reason that my lips have stayed so full is because I do that. Because oh, you do that? Because you do lip ups. I'm, I'm not kidding. Like, it's almost like a mini workout for my Pursed lips. First lips. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There may be something to that. If you, you're sort of training them, it's like when someone wears a very tight corset to train yeah. their... And then when I do, like, extra workouts, I go... <laughs> you do your your, your uh, Chloe Kardashian, uh, Kardashian eating popcorn, eating popcorn face. <laughs> oh my god! What are you doing over there? Working out? I'm Shut working up! Out my lips. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> empty the tank. These lips don't just happen by themselves. Oh, god. You know what they do? They don't do enough of the uh, wax figure coming to life to scare people thing. I like mm-hmm. those ones. Mm-hmm. Those ones are. And the last one I remember was like. Ozzy, maybe? Arnold did it. Uh, like, he was uh, actually at the yeah. museum, and and people are standing oh, around him funny. as the Terminator, because he, he had sunglasses on. Right. And it would be tough <laughs> to spot whether he was real or not, and he would come to life. 
Yeah. And those That's are great. Those they are need to do prices. that more. Yep, I agree. All right, so anyhow, um, what else I have here for you? Disney Plus has pulled the plug on its uh, Beauty and the Beast prequel series that they what? have planned. Yeah. According to Deadline, the eight-episode musical was scrapped for creative reasons and delays with the scripts and original music. The live-action series would have followed Luke Evans, Gaston, and Josh Gad's LeFou years before the event of the 2017 film. It's not going to happen now. Focus on those other characters. I, you know, they've remade it enough. I, I thought the, the, the live-action version they did was excellent. I love yeah. the animated version. I love the classic black-and-white version, the Cocteau version. Uh, Better Call Saul's sixth and final season will air mm. in two parts on AMC and AMC Plus. Do you watch? I do not. It, it the way it ended, man. The the last season, you're like oh oh okay, because it, it's actually been a pretty Who that? it's been a slow moving uh, series. But and, I like that there's an end point now. Yeah, because you you can and you you think that they'll probably merge with. Uh, Breaking Bad. Yeah, I know? mean they have to. It's, yeah, you know, and they've already introduced like characters right. and stuff like that. But like, but the I mean, actual really, timeline. I mean, yeah, like, the first few seasons was a very, very slow sort of burn. And that's then, what you told me. Yeah. yeah, and then, but if I were able to binge it and sort of watch it, you know, <laughs> yeah, you know, that's how I watch it. Yeah, that would probably be better. Eliminate it. All right. Uh, a couple other casting things. Uh, let's see. Or one, actually. Um, Deadline reports that uh, Michael Mann has cast Adam Driver, Penelope Cruz, and Shailene Woodley for his biopic about uh, racing mogul Enzo Ferrari. Ooh, yes. Yeah, Driver joins. And we got a taste of that in Ferrari versus Ford versus Ferrari. Uh, that instantly has become, that immediately became like Seabiscuit for me. It's, it's like, okay, I will watch this anytime it's on. Great so, movie. Yeah. Driver's going to be in a movie about driving. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's true. Driver joins Ferrari as I'm a so uh, replacement <laughs> for Hugh Jackman, who was originally attached in the title role. I... Uh, Cruz will play Enzo's wife, uh, Laura, while Woodley plays his mistress, uh, Lena Lardy. Can you see lovely Lena Lardy? Can you see if Frank Grillo has played this role as well? Okay, I think he might have as Enzo Ferrari. Yes, I thought I saw him. He was. Uncharacteristically, in like a really sharp suit, he's always an action guy in the movies. Frank is one of those guys that just works all the time, constantly. Yeah, Yeah. he was in that movie Warrior. I just watched that uh, yesterday. Really good. Yeah, yeah. All right, and then uh, you know we should get to the clips because we got we got no no no, we shouldn't. It's Friday. Friday. We do the new movies first. Let's do that. Start with Marry Me, the romantic comedy with Jennifer Lopez, Owen Wilson, and uh, Maluma. Uh, wow. Kat Valdez is half of the sexiest celebrity power couple on earth with hot new music supernova Bastion. As Kat and Bastion's inescapable hit single Marry Me climbs the charts, they're about to be wed before an audience of their fans in a ceremony that will stream across multiple platforms. When a viral video services of Bastien with another woman, a devastated cat accepts a not-really-marriage proposal from a single dad in the audience. Can two people from such different worlds bridge the gulf between them and build a place where they both belong? You'll have to wait and see. Uh, actually, don't wait anymore. It's today, uh, one hour and 52 minutes long. It is in theaters and streaming. 
Rated PG-13. Rotten Tomatoes gives it a 60. But it's not bad. I might watch this. Yeah. I like a good rom-com. And you're a huge Jennifer Lopez fan, yeah, aren't you? Yeah, I love her. Yeah. All right. Uh, also, yes? No, Kath. Uh, didn't they want to promote this on our show? Oh, yeah. yeah. Damn it. Okay, what oh, was that? that? Okay. It was this. <laughs> it was this movie. All right, all right. So what happened? Casey said no. Uh, no, no. It was they like... wanted us to, like, do some, like... <laughs> A big contest. A big or contest, and were we marry an audience member? No, yeah, and like the no, prize. It was like, it, it was like music the, layered over each other, and what was the prize? I forget. Uh, I don't know, like it's a like, box of chocolates, and yeah. you know. Okay. No, I, mean, I just wanted to do the right call because it was J Lo. Sometimes yeah. we get pitched ideas for promotional <laughs> giveaways, and sometimes people come with us with these ideas that we want you to do this, and we're like, you know, like, yeah. how about you get us Jennifer new... Lopez or Owen Wilson yeah, yeah, yeah. instead? <laughs> yes, we'll do that. You guys could do a jumping jack contest. <laughs> like what? What is it has no relevance to this whatsoever? Right. And then when you ask for the stars, they don't reply. <laughs> now, if it was Double Dutch, we'd do it. Yeah, yeah. We did it. All right. Yeah, that's what I mean. We'd do it again. All right. Black Light is also opening. Action Mystery with Liam Neeson. Uh, trust, identity, and the danger of unchecked power push a covert operative to the edge in Black Light. Travis Block lives and fights in the shadows. A freelance government fixer, Block is a dangerous man whose assignments have included extracting agents out of deep cover situations. And when Block discovers a shadowy program called Operation Unity is striking down ordinary citizens for reasons known only to Block's boss, FBI Chief Robinson, he enlists the help of a journalist, knowing that his own past and volatile present are destined to collide. full blown <laughs> By the way, by the way, yeah, yeah, that's a clip of the movie. I edited these two down, Preston. They were much longer. Like full blown AIDS. He's got. He does all this with with AIDS. It's amazing. Uh, Running time is an hour and forty five minutes long. (laughs) Wide theater release today. Rated R. uh, The Rotten Tomato score four percent. Oh, man. Do we have a clip from the movie? By the way, the, the full-blown AIDS. The, the full-blown AIDS thing. <laughs> is great. Uh, we've played it many times. He's It's it's Liam Neeson playing himself, and he's going to Ricky Gervais <laughs> to learn how to do improvised comedy. comedy. And they, on the scene, start to <laughs> improvise. They, they have him improvise a scene, and... <laughs> <laughs> He's supposed to play like a like a green grocer or something like that, and a, and a customer comes up and he says, "Hi, how are you today?" And he just goes, "I've got full." <laughs> yeah. like, you're like, you're not no, you're not getting the comedy yeah. part of this. It is so damn funny. All right, next movie is Death on the Nile. It is a murder mystery. It stars Kenneth Branagh, Gal Gadot, and Annette Bening. The plot is Belgian sleuth Hercule Perot. Perot, yes. Hercule is in his Hercule correct? Hercule Perot, yeah. He's one of the like uh, one of the classic Agatha Christie. Oh, detectives. Yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah. Is he the dude with the little mustache? Yeah. Okay. Hercule Perot's Egyptian vacation aboard a glamorous river steamer turns into a terrifying search for a murderer when a picture perfect couple's idyllic honeymoon is tragically cut short. Set against an epic landscape of sweeping desert vistas and the majestic Giza pyramids, this tale of unbridled passion and incapacitating jealousy features a cosmopolitan group of impeccably dressed travelers and enough wicked twists and turns to leave audiences guessing until the final Shocking reveal. Yeah, is this the multiplex? What movies you got featuring Peckleby dressed people? Yep. <laughs> Running time, two hours and seven minutes. Why release in theaters? Rated PG 13 and uh, Rotten Tomatoes score 63%. Mm. It's a miracle I only messed up the guy's name in that whole. Yeah. So, uh, but paragraph. that's, you know, they pay people to. 
But th- yeah, this is the standard synopsis that gets sent out to all the things, yeah. I think this is one of these movies that's been sitting on the shelf for like a year. It too. has, Nick. It was supposed to come out, I think, at, at the beginning of the pandemic. Yeah, and they were going to fe- uh, feature Army Hammer as one of the stars. And, and that was an issue. He's in it. And, um, yeah, this was also was a, a Jeopardy final the other night. It was. was the uh, This was the answer. Do you know what I did like, though? The uh, the first Hercule promo movie with uh, Kenneth Branagh. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, Murder on the Orange Express. Yeah. I thought it was really well done. Yeah, I read a lot of, a lot of uh, Agatha Christie when I was I did in too. school. And, and I enjoyed the books. I've never seen. I don't think I've seen any of the movies, though. So those two films and books have a similar concept. This yeah. group of people is traveling, going somewhere. Does Agatha Christie go to that theme a lot? Uh, it's, it's usually a, like... Uh, uh, um, uh, I know it's a big gr- a group of people, and it's a whodunit. Right, and that's usually it. Yeah. That's usually the system, yeah. Okay. It's like that murder was, mystery. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, one of my favorite episodes of um, Laverne and Shirley was when they were heading on the train from Milwaukee to California. And they got stuck on the wall? Yeah. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. I'm very proud of you. It right. followed. It was just sort of the okay. same. It was like, it. Who, who did it? Just it. <laughs> oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. I'm Cabral on tonight. We examine Casey's ability to stay linear to the story by <laughs> citing a Laverne and Shirley episode <laughs> that, too, involved a train. We go now to Jim and the at the 30th Street Station. <laughs> That's a perfect yeah. location. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> We're ready for the clips oh, now. All right, let's let's do that. All right, uh, let's see. Marry me. We were just talking about follows uh, Charlie Watts. Really, that's the guy's name. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, he's uh, and he's playing Charlie Watts in the Rolling Stones. So he uh, he's a divorced math teacher who takes his twelve year old daughter to a concert and leaves with the fiance. Here, Owen Wilson talks about how easy it is to work with J Lo. Here we go. For me, it was very relaxing. I think because. Jen, you know, it was nice because she kind of assumed so many responsibilities uh, was kind of like I didn't have to worry about anything. I don't give a f***. Marry Me opens today. <laughs> I don't think his name's Charlie Watts. Okay. It's Charlie Gilbert. Charlie Gilbert. All right, yeah. he says Charlie Watts right here. I'm yeah. like, wow, that's pretty bold. Yeah. Mick Jagger. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Jimmy Fallon's in it, and he yeah. plays Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, uh, but uh, yeah, Owen Wilson's character's name is Charlie. When Gilbert. Jesus right. Christ attends a concert, <laughs> right? Uh, you know, so here they have the perfect marketing impression. The, the song "Marry Me" yeah. is a single they've released together. They're both you know on the top of their game musically. Yeah. So, uh, and then the the movie's actually, as you said, doing pretty good. We'll see if this all yeah. ties together nicely. It looks like it might be a good rom com, yeah. uh, or just a romantic film. All right, here's the next clip. A newly dumped pair of heartbroken acquaintances sabotage their ex's new relationships in I Want You Back. And here, our buddy Charlie Day shares his advice on getting back together with an ex. Here we go. You should tell them that you really want it to work because I think there are people who have broken up and gotten back together and it's worked out great. And some people need to hear that. But I think you shouldn't do anything beyond vocalizing how you feel and then if they don't want to come back, then you should move on. Yeah! Uh, Want You Back is, in, uh, is now streaming on Prime Video. I think we're going to have uh, Charlie on next week to talk oh, about this movie. excellent. Yeah, it's been a while. Um, and uh, so watch this movie this weekend, and then uh, we'll chat with him next week. I spend so much time with the uh, It's Always Sunny. I, I'm, on video, I, I spend, I watch the show. And then I constantly watch the bloopers, the outtakes, uh, and, and Charlie, of course, is amazing. Yes. That is what I have in the entertainment report. It was a good one today. Yeah. It was very good. good. stuff in there. Yeah. We're going to move it. We're going to keep this good stuff train rolling, much like Laverne Another and Shirley. Another linear train <laughs> reference. Yeah. 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 We're going to keep this train rolling. You're uh, the locomotive. and Yeah. 
Kathy, are you the caboose? She's sure. the caboose. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, you I got a caboose. So, right? uh, delicious. All right, so we have some guests on the program. We have oh, punk, Punky White. Nick said delicious. So I did. Uh, oh, you said it. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Um, so real quick uh, side note. Um, <laughs> I was we were, I was talking to Jace. You're watching Happy Days. I was talking to Jace about the Sixers, and you know I was telling him that you know, mommy used to work for the Sixers and whatever. And I go, and and uh, he goes, would the players even talk to you? I go, yeah. I go, Allen Iverson. And I was like. I shouldn't tell him that story. He was like, Alan Iverson, what? I was like, thought I had a nice ass. Such a good player. He really liked my ass. Delicious. (laughs) All right, we're going to break. Punky Johnson from Saturday Night Live is joining us. Also, we're going to have from our sister station, 97.5 The Fanatic, Devon Givens here. Uh, to talk about the uh, the Ben Simmons trade, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, uh, with uh, Harden coming to town and all that stuff, and and of course we got to you know uh, the big Super, game. Super Bowl this weekend. We can say Super Bowl. Yeah, we well, yeah. We're not giving anything away in conjunction with. So we'll be back in a moment. Make sure you stay with us. Get ready to rock the roof off of Wells Fargo Center next Sunday with Jewel. It's an MMR concert event. It is sold out, but this weekend is your chance to be the sharpest tool in the shed. When you grab three tickets from MMR, every one of MMR's weekend warriors has tool music to play, and everyone has free tickets to hand out when they do. And between all those songs and all those free tickets, you can click concerts at WMMR.com to vote for your favorite tool album. The top choice gets tracked front to back as part of MMR's pre-concert warm-up. It's Tool, all weekend on 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. We're headed into the weekend of Friday. we got a bunch of guests that are joining us a little bit later on. So if we're going to dive into the world of food, we'll want to do it now. The Connoisseur is kind of a Friday thing yes. we like to do. It's yeah. time for the Friday edition of The Connoisseur right before the big game. And... Valentine's Day too. Oh, yeah. That's true. Which Monday. Is another. It's another kind of foodie day as well. Valentine's, Valentine's, the whole damn deal. So with Valentine's Day coming up, uh, Marissa found this article for me uh, that there are some special local things that are going away with some uh, local celebrity chefs and Philadelphia small businesses that are providing a one of a kind Valentine's Day experience, huh. uh, including Cupid's Kickoff, which is an at home meal kit. Ooh. Curated by chefs and built by locally sourced ingredients, <laughs> and each specialty box includes. Is that it kicking off? Kicking sourced ingredients. It includes an entree, a side, and a dessert. Uh, and there's uh, some friends of ours are in this. Huh? Uh, Chef Jose Garces. Hey. Well, that's damn good. So he is going to have shrimp fra diavolo, Super Bowl taco kit. And chocolate and caramel stuffed churros. That's pretty good. And so this is a, a meal kit. So you you get it and then you you put it together at home. So can, you, can he make cooking. it and then put it in the box? Nope. You got to you got to do the work. And, and for some of us, that's fun. Yeah. Some All right. Of us, then it's not really another friend of ours, <laughs> Chef Jen Carroll, okay. who we talked to not that long ago. Uh, lobster macaroni and cheese, oh. beet hummus. And chocolate souffle cake. Oh yeah. Yeah. You can't beat hummus. Yeah, I would uh, think I would love that. Beet hummus? Yeah. yeah. Uh, do you like beets? Yeah. And you like hummus? And I like hummus. There you go. It's do you think you like beet hummus? I think I would love beet hummus. Uh, <laughs> then we have Chef Monica Glass. Uh, she is doing a radicchio salad, 
lemon caper swordfish and risotto. It's for goddamn Dikio. And <laughs> chocolate pot de creme. So I don't know what that is, but I want it. Sounds pretty tasty. And I want three of them. Um, I'm sorry, what's a radicchio? Radicchio is a kettle. About two fifty. Radicchio is um, it's you've seen it before. It's a, the 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 leaves are very very small and thin, and um, okay. Sometimes you'll you'll see radicchio that's been stuffed with. Uh, the, the, they can serve it as an app, like with um, I don't know some kind of a stuffing. It often shows up yeah. in a spring mix. There you uh, go. I, I do like radicchio. Okay. Radicchio. There's a, a really good restaurant. Actually, I think did it close, Maurice? No, it's still open. Okay, yeah. There's a restaurant called Radicchio. It's BYO, and it's um, an Italian oh. joint. Have you been there? No. Oh, I'm sorry. I was thinking of Endive, not Radicchio. Uh, oh, that's okay. like a Belgian Endive. You, what's that? What's it's a, a Belgian Endive. From I don't Belgium. Know. Is that the name of it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so anyway, the restaurant. Okay. The restaurant is called Radicchio. It's BYO. It's in uh, Old City, and it's right near the Ben Franklin Bridge. Really, really good. So, okay. Press, I don't know what a Belgian Endive necessarily is. I just know that I got one. So when I was pledging my fraternity, my fraternity uh, pledge master made me go get an arugula because uh, he was watching My Blue Heaven, and he yep. was like, I want to go get an, and I didn't, they didn't have any arugula, mm. so I just grabbed something that I didn't recognize, and it was a Belgian Endive. Ah, oh, okay. All right. I've just always heard endive, but you are correct. Nick looked that up, and it's called a Belgian endive. Uh, then you have Chef Janine Bruno, who is offering up eggplant parmesan, caprese salad, and build-your-own charcuterie board. So this is actually a kind of a, a fun way to do this and yeah. have some quality food. And you, the two of you, you and your, your lover, <laughs> you can make the meal together. You want to make and it together? be kind of fun, right? I think that's cool, except I don't want to do that. I would just have it uh, prepared for me. I was so into fully prepare it and drop it off at my house and yeah. set my table. That would yeah. be great. And make sure that it's warm. And then if you could carry a, carry me up to bed afterwards. How can you actually cook with somebody else? Press, I, I don't know if you do it or not, but like, yeah, we time. just get in each other's way. Oh, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Shell and I cook together quite a bit. Do okay. you divide the uh, kitchen with a white line? No, <laughs> no. You just assign someone a, a job, you know. Uh, I'll work on this, you work on that. You or, watch. Or one does, the, one does the prep work and the other one okay. puts it together. Yeah, you're sous chef, yeah. right? Yeah, so you can, you know, do all the all the chopping and, and uh, stuff that needs to be done and, and right. measuring. And then you have it ready to go and the other person puts it together. And then... Well, a lot of times I will cook because if I'm cooking, you're doing the dishes. So I kind of like that. I, I do like to clean as I go along, which is what a good chef is supposed to do. Yes. I, but I feel like good chefs don't do that. Preston, no, so I, I... You I'm, keep your station clean. Yeah. It's important. It yep. drives me crazy. Like, like for stuff to be... I can't really enjoy the meal if there's a whole bunch of oh, stuff God, strewn no. around the kitchen. No. Are you kidding That's me? That's why you avoid that all if someone else makes it for you. I'm cleaning it. Before it gets dirty, like exactly. I'm like, no, 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 come on, we got to clean this. If you got time to lean, you got time to clean. Exactly. <laughs> oh, somebody what? said that to you before. <laughs> they sure did. That was my manager at McDonald's. You don't clean the kitchen, you spend a night in the hole. <laughs> if you got time to lean, you got time to clean. You got Preston. time to clean. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I like that. <clears throat> and that man now is Elon Musk. And by the way, is this uh, is this one of the chefs we're looking at? Yes, you just said her name, Janine Bru- uh, Bruno, wow. and uh, yeah, she's a knockout. And I believe right now she's in Italy. I don't know where she's based normally, but um, so she's going to mail the boxes from there. Yeah. She's, she's going to send us stuff from over there. But, yeah, she's a breast cancer survivor, and she is a, a gorgeous woman. She is, and obviously talented uh, at uh, creating wonderful food creation. So, all right, anyhow, and speaking of charcuterie board, uh, Marissa, and hang on real quick. So how do, how do we get these menus? You click your heels together. I guess, <laughs> I guess you can do a quick search on any one of those chefs, and you'll yeah. be able to find out uh, how you can do that. Um, oh, and also uh, our, our new friends, Fish Town Pickle Project, 
uh, are doing something as well. Along with it says you can mix and match meal options for Meat Chef and choose add-ons from Asher's Chocolates, Little Noodle, uh, Deets and Watson, and Fish on Pickle Project, who created a Yo Philly pickle jar with broccolini, long hots, red peppers, and cucumber spears with their deli style brine and spice combo. Yeah, they. What was that? Oh, I'm sorry. Hey, hey yo. <laughs> Uh, and uh, I actually saw that uh, they, they t- now I'm on like their mailer. They sent me a, a press release. Oh, really? They did this variety <laughs> pickle jar so you can try a bunch of different ones in it, which I thought was pretty awesome. What was it right around Christmas time? We got a bunch of pickles. Was it from them? Yes. Okay. Uh, I took a jar home. They were delicious. Yes. Which right? one did you get? Uh, the garlic ones. I, I don't. The best pickle I've ever had. Yes. You're a pickle person? Yeah. I do like pickles. Um, I mean, I'm mostly store-bought, but mm. those were so good. And when we finished Telling it, you. Jace loves pickles, too. When we finished it, he was like, can you get more of those? Uh-huh. Well, Carter and I are going to go down and tour their facilities. Oh, I've been in touch awesome. with him. Because Carter uh-huh. likes to, he's, he's a pickler. He oh, hasn't done cool. anything in a while. And I want to find out how they make theirs so good, and we want to make our own. We, I don't want to steal their recipe, but their their the crispiness, yeah, is oh my god, perfect, yes. And I want to know how you do that. So, so we're gonna go see them. Is it po- when they drive you there? Are you gonna have like a hood over your head? Um, why? So keep the secret. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> you, you mean in, I thought right. while driving there? Oh, no, no. <laughs> like, but yes, they won't yeah. let me see yeah. the facilities. <laughs> so I won't see the secrets. Where am I? Uh, you don't need to know. Uh, so anyhow, yeah, they are the uh, the Fish Town uh, Pickle Project, and I want to do Preston's that, pickles. I want I want to get my own name with them. Oh. What CNC Music Factory? Then? <laughs> what uh. the Pickle Project and the scene? <laughs> they, they're like a singing dance. Oh, group. Yeah, 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 they're different. All right, so anyhow, uh, Marissa had mentioned because uh, Chef Janine Bruno has a charcuterie board in her uh, at home kit. Uh, Marissa's Super Bowl get together. Is a uh, they, they like to have a theme as far as what they're making for the party for the game and what is the theme this year, Marissa? This year is a board party. A board party. So everyone just sits around with a sen- general sense of malaise. Yeah. Uh, we thought about uh, like uh, a, don't have fun wearing business casual is like we're going to a board room. Oh, I gotcha. No, but it's like a uh, board, as mm. in everybody brings some sort of themed. Board, right. um, you know, so they'll be like a Philly board or a chili board, or there's a potato spuds board where there's different. We've been talking about all these like charcuterie board right. okay. takes on them, so I we're like going to bring yeah. um, things. I'm <laughs> deciding. I think I'm going to do a bruschetta board okay. with like whipped ricotta. Mm. And yeah, like, I like ooh, that. I like and that. kind of a build your own. I want something a little interactive. You know what? Boards have now become what used to be called bars. Yes. Do you remember that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Ago, and oh, what was we, the had a, we had a, an event that had a mashed potato bar. Oh, right. Yes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. And so now it's kind of segued into that, which is fine. I love that trend. I think I the next trend theme. will be the latrine, like a waffle latrine. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Where it's just it's a you big can... ceramic thing hung against the wall okay. filled with waffles. I like it. There's a French fry board at um, Gypsy Saloon in Conshohocken, but it's so big that you have to go with like a large, like, you know, you have to go with a group like of people that. in order to get. I know, but I, I like so that. badly want to try it. And I don't have, I guess I don't have that many friends to <laughs> take along. with you. Yeah, you a, a uh, French fry board? I know, it looks so good. Yeah, it sounds real good. I know. <laughs> really, really. Where is that? Uh, Gypsy in West Conchi. Okay. Right. Where exactly is this? Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> You'll appreciate my friend is doing a Ger- Joe Burrow's Twitter thoughts board. I thought you were going to is- say gerbil board, and I was like, I don't know this gerbil's excellent. For some reason, I thought it would be stringy. How do you get your gerbil so tasty? Gerbil. Well, let me tell you what I do is I cure it for a little while. Is that a dry rub? Uh, okay, Joe Burrow, what? 
Joe what? Burrow is just, he's all over the place on Twitter. He just tweets out yeah. random thoughts all the time. So her board is just going to be full of, like, whatever's in her cabinet. Okay. Make her leave. So we're going to have yeah. some fun with it. She's hosting it, so she oh, can do right, whatever right, the hell right. she wants. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. What else do I have here? Um, let's go back to the connoisseur. So we had uh, talked about... National Pizza Day the other day. Oh, yes. And we uh, we played us uh, movie clips. You had to identify the movie. Well, Yelp is on the hunt for a chief pizza officer. You, <laughs> you hear of these titles from time to time. Yeah. Uh, according to the site, the campaign was meant to celebrate National Pizza Day, so that's when they launched it. The winner of the prize will serve as CPO, the chief pizza yes. officer. Proper classification. In an independent contractor role for six months. Spreading their love for pizza and sharing the latest pizza trends with the Yelp community. So, I was wondering about this. Do you think pizza is the most universally accepted? I I really don't know many people who don't like pizza. Yeah. I think I probably know I mean, less West, people. Western all, world, yeah. I mean, Eastern part the, of the Western planet, world, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it might be a little uh, something else. But I also mean domestically, yeah. Domestically, noodle or something like that. Right. Because of, like, vegetarianism and stuff like that. Like, it's... Accepted by vegetarians yeah. and pescatarians. Yeah, yeah, I because octogenarians. Octogenarians, possibly. Uh, like, fr- I mean, burgers, you know, has a limitation with the vegetarian crowd, yeah. uh, yet is very popular. So I think, yeah, maybe it has more mass appeal because of that pizza. And its crust. various iterations are accepted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know two people who don't like pizza. Okay. And I just, I don't get it. I just don't understand Do you it. visit them in prison? Yeah. <laughs> well, one pulls the cheese off of the pizza and she'll eat the bread and... The tomato sauce. So she, she's she's still eating tomato, yeah. tomato pie. But yeah. like, what Actually, is the point of that? Like, why even yeah. get pizza? And then the other one is uh, a kid, a little boy, and he just he does not like pizza. Oh man, my uh, my daughter Kathy used to take her cheese off of pizza. Do you which consider was great for me? You consider? Yeah, you just eat the leftovers. Yeah. Uh, do you consider tomato pie to be a form of pizza? <sighs> I guess I do. I think I. Do. I guess yeah. I do. Yeah, yeah uh, right? because pizza has that. Uh, th- there are so many ways to prepare it that people will find acceptable, and I think. I'm always up for, ooh, the new pizza place? Let's try it, yeah. you know? And it comes in a pizza box, so. Like, yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> I did once in high school. God, we had some of that. Oh, my God. Jesus. Dude. God almighty. You know. I well, you know, I, I, my mom? I hadn't perfected my method yet. <laughs> I used to pray over you. You, did, you needed a large target. I just, yeah. <laughs> I tried all the rest. I just tried the well, best. You can also use box for a different uh, <laughs> oh. different meaning as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um... My wow. God. Uh, I had some Can Detroit- you cleanse the palate somehow? <laughs> I had some Detroit style pizza last night. Uh, oh, yeah. God I know. Almighty, it is so good. But you can only eat like a quarter of, of uh, a regular uh, was talking about that last amount. night. So there's uh there's a place in Havertown. It's I feel like it's the only place to get Detroit in our uh, in in my general areas place called Crust. <laughs> they listen to the show, by the way, the big fans. But like uh, I was talking to my buddy about it and he's like, I can like one, maybe one and a half pizza pieces. I'm like, yeah, you can have two if you want to feel like garbage for the rest of the night yeah. because it's just so filling. We got us at, at uh, Northbound in uh, Souderton last night, and it's just fantastic. It's a great growing trend. Oh, I mean, goodness. it's apparently Detroit-style pizza has been around for a long time. Steve, have you had it yet? Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I wholeheartedly approve. Yeah. All right, so anyhow, if you are the chief pizza officer, you get uh, $25,000. It can be used for travel and presumably pizza to create content for Yelp in the form of blogs, video, and local reviews. Um, and the review site is currently accepting 30 to s- thirty or 60 video. thirty. It says 30 to 60 video submissions that will be judged. I think it means 30 or 60 seconds probably. Yeah. Anyhow, you can find out for yourself and go on Yelp and do a search on it. But um, 
Uh, you need to get them in soon because they're going to be judged uh, on the 15th of March and they are accepted only through February 20th. This is one of those gimmicky job things that these places yep. are creating. I like it. Several uh, texters are suggesting that our buddy uh, Pizza Joe should apply for the job. Yes. Pizza Joe! Yes. That it's guy knows pizza. Yeah. Yeah. Now, uh, they also, Yelp has, has named the top pizza in America. Oh, uh, and they did this on uh, on national. It's nothing here. It's not. It's not one of our local places. I know. I know. Yeah. Uh, Delp, uh, Yelp decreed that the top ranked pizza spot in the U.S. is Cheeseboard Pizza in North Berkeley, uh, Cal- you. California, beating out New York City's uber popular Prince Street Pizza. Uh, the charms of the restaurant co-op are apparent for anyone who stepped into the perpetually long line. Crisp pizza dough topped with a rotating list of fresh, always vegetarian toppings hmm. with the free green sauce makes for a stellar combo, they say in this article. Huh. Um, is it New Haven that they're saying is really the pizza capital of the uh, United States? They're all full of crap. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so what happens is I think also it's who you know and who you, you know right, right. to get on this pizza list. Well, it's really cutthroat. I've been trying and, and making my own pizza at home. And uh, and so I just found out that uh, old intern Steve uh, yeah. Vazlotti, he is a big pizza maker himself. And so he's giving me a couple of tips and stuff like that. I'm going to attempt to make my own sauce now because I'm all making right. my own crust. Crust, and so my next step is to make my. I'm not going to make my own cheese. I don't think people don't do that. <laughs> well, you uh, can, but it just takes a long time. No, nah, but it's, I'm. It's I'm. I want to make my own sauce and, and see how that goes. Okay. All right. Nice. Um. So yeah, it's in San Francisco, and yeah, it's vegetarian topics. I love vegetarian pizza uh, as long as there's no broccoli or spinach on it, which I like broccoli and spinach. I just don't like it on my pizza, man. <laughs> Yeah. It's, 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 it's the beauty of pizza. You can put onions and tomatoes and peppers. And I like bottle rockets. Yeah. Bottle rockets. Bottle yeah. rockets. Yeah. I Why thought not? San Francisco ruined pizza. <laughs> yeah, we, we just learned nothing. That clip, right? Yeah. Congratulations, San Francisco. <laughs> You've ruined pizza. Uh, but no, uh, apparently uh, it's uh, ranked as number one. Does, um, is pizza considered a top um, Super Bowl food? Oh, that's a good question. I don't think. I always think like. Wings and chicken and... Yeah, wings is mainly what I think of. Yeah. And dips. Uh, and dips. And lots yeah. of dips. <laughs> buffalo chicken dip. Tons of dips. Jesus Christ, that's... Oh, yeah. God, I love buffalo chicken dip. Did I tell you, I'm, I think I'm I'm going Popeye's for... Did I tell you guys on air or off air? You, I you guarantee did. you've told us. Yeah. <laughs> you told us on air. You're going to get the sandwich and cut it up. Okay. Right? I'm going to get... Yeah, I'm going to make a buffalo chicken dip out of their spicy chicken sandwich. Is it, uh, is it buffalo flavored? No. Okay. It's just spicy. You have to add powdered buffalo. <laughs> Right. Just have water. It's a dried buffalo uh, rock. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, all right. What else I have here for you? Um, this one will appeal to you, Steve. AMC Entertainment has hired former Frito-Lay, PepsiCo, and Hostess Brands executive Ellen Kopakin, yeah. Kopakin, uh to the new position of vice president, growth strategy, to lead recently announced initiatives like entering the retail popcorn industry. So movie theater pop, real movie theater popcorn. That's what they say. For home purchase. <laughs> She starts on the 18th, and she will head the implementation of growing ideas to broaden and transform AMC. Uh, The CEO said, I've been vocal about our intention to innovate, grow, and transform AMC businesses with our planned venture into the multi-billion dollar popcorn industry being a significant example of our doing so. I love popcorn. However, well, it's not popcorn. It's, it's It's a bit of cashew. My meat tooth, Preston, is giving me a mate. I mean, oh, I've man. water picked. I've uh, uh, flossed. Where is it? It's, Where's your meat tooth? Top? Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
It's a top tooth, and and so it's between the two, and uh, shy of a hand grenade. I'm working this sucker. I'm doing everything. I mean, everything normally that would dislodge it. But uh, do you have? I find. Yes, I do. Uh, I I have. In fact, that that came closest to working, but still, I find less than the meat. Nuts and cashews and, and bits of almond and popcorn are yeah. the real, oh, that's yeah. the real culprit. Popcorn has given me some serious pain over the years from having a little sliver. You slide down into mm-hmm. the gum there. Uh, so I eat it very cautiously. Yeah. And I don't eat it that You eat it like Khloe Kardashian. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so anyhow, I don't know when it's going to be hit, hitting the shelves, Steve, but they are going to take a real run at it, and it's a pretty competitive industry. I, I do like that. As I told you many times before, I, it was quite common. I used to, I had a, an apartment in Brentwood, Long Island. There was a movie theater right around the corner, basically. i just go in and buy popcorn and go home. Alright, uh, another story, and you guys will all love this. Uh, this is going to be at the Plymouth Meeting Mall. Ooh. Oh, man. It is a Patty's Pub pop-up. Oh. That same guy who does all those other pop-ups? I do not know that Marissa's the shaking her head, yes. story of that. They must be, this must be their new thing at the Plymouth Meeting Mall because they had uh, a pop-up um, two weeks ago in the mall as well. Okay. Uh, it is a ticketed, family-friendly fan experience. Opening Friday, February 25th, running Thursday through Sundays uh, through Saturday, March 19th. And times will vary by the day of the week. Uh, timed tickets must be purchased in advance. Uh, food selected when you purchase your ticket. Beverages will be selected on site with additional food and beverages available for purchase. And kids under two are welcome without a ticket. Um, and there are uh, packages that include exclusive swag, such as a commemorative patch, key ring, koozie, limited edition VIP T-shirt, and special edition tote bag. Are you still tied into the, the pub in the city? Uh n- <laughs> I don't. I don't think we are. Wait, okay. Uh, wouldn't you know if you I got out? Yeah. No, Rochelle. Oh, Rochelle does it. Yeah. You still have land in Panama? <laughs> yeah. And, you do. Uh, nothing's ever happened. It's. It's. Uh, um, yeah. You know, it's, the, it's the canal. Right, you the, there's a big picture of Preston with the thumbs up as, you pull, as, the, as the ships are pulling through. No, they haven't been able to, de- to develop on the land like they promised they would. Really? Oh. Like 20 years ago. Can I ask you something? <laughs> would it be a good location for a Patty's Pub? Uh, sure. Yeah. Dude, it's got a, it's a marina. It's, it's, yeah. it's perfect. There's waterfront right there. Anyway. <laughs> uh, we have written that money off. So okay. All right. <laughs> it's so cool, though. You it's can still just, tell It's people. gone. Yeah. Uh, ticket packages start at $37 for adults and include your choice of meal and a custom-labeled craft soda. Uh, draft beers available for purchase on site. And uh, kids' tickets, which are 7 and under, are $20 and include a meal and a choice of apple juice or water, blah, blah, blah. And this kind of thing. Oh, and by the way, the proceeds will be donated to Eastern Pennsylvania Robotics Alliance. So that's fun. Are there a lot of sick robots that can't cover their medical costs? Oh no, it's God. for kids who like oh, to oh, make robots who oh. d- design them. You can stop by our friend uh, Perfume Island. Yes, and you can. He's uh, gone though, right? No, no, he's staying through Valentine's Day. Oh, Kathy, I've been I've been wearing my gray flannel almost every have, day. Have you noticed? So I no, have, but no. so many people have mentioned they're like, is Preston wearing the gray flannel? I have it. I love it. I love well, it. I missed it, again? I missed it so much. Gray flannel. No, the the the, the uh, perfume island. I'm not today. Preston, well, I forgot to put it on today. Sorry. Could you do a joint venture with your Panamanian land and, and <laughs> create yeah. a resort called Perfume Island? Yeah, I could absolutely. Man, that, I mean, this is cool, and I'm glad that they're trying to get people out there. But that mall gets sadder and sadder every day. Like, mm. there's when I went to go get the perfume, the the stores surrounding it 
were closed. Like Kathy, it was, it was the evening. It was like five o'clock in the evening, and the gates were down on most of the stores. Well, the, the outside is doing the okay. The outside is booming. I right. don't. <laughs> All the restaurants and stuff around it and yes. the periphery. Yes, and, and that's that's one of my theaters of choice. That that Lowe's there. Yeah. Uh, but but what was planned and envisioned initially? Now, mind you, we had a pandemic. We had all sorts of things, and just the very nature of retail is changing. But um, yeah, I was like so excited. Like this was well, going to be the killer that's, mall. That's kind of what they've done with malls. They've turned them inside out. They've done it with the Granite Run Mall. It's now outside is where everything. Well, they is. tore it all down. They only left two anchor stores. They yep. left the bottom. Oh. And so I wouldn't doubt if that might someday end up happening with the the Plymouth Meadow. Well, I mean, it is. It's going to be all outside. Everything man. is. Oh, you yeah, and actually you know like, get I mean? rid of the indoor. Yeah, there was yeah. like a proposal for apartments there. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what ever happened with it, but yeah, like put up you know some sort of high rise apartments or something, and then all of that outdoor <laughs> stuff. I mean, it's a part like almost like um, the town center in King of Prussia. They have all that living around it, and then that's yeah, pretty cool. Imagine, does, imagine, yeah. imagine if you lived in Spencer's, they yeah. set up the pharmacy. <laughs> Every one of your cups had, had boobs on them. Yeah, mm-hmm. we were in the. Plymouth meeting all a couple of months ago because we went to Dick's first and then we were like, all right, let's walk through uh, to see if they had an athlete's foot. I was like, this is so sad, sad right? I was like, oh my, there were like no no stores that were open. <laughs> Steve, they had two, where are you from, stranger? They had two T-Mobile stores. I work at Perfume Island. Like, why are there two of the same store in here? Case they do have at- a Chick- uh, uh, Chick-fil-A. Yes, they do have a Chick-fil-A. Um, but you know what? Like, they put that. But you went to Dick's. They put that Dick's on the, the end there. Like, they're still. Why are there they're Dick's just, on both ends of this? No, but there is an L. Is this some weird Dr. No, Seuss character? just a dick on, on Dick's Stop. on the tip of the mall. What I was going to say is there's an outside entrance, so they could still go with that whole outdoor format. But right. you'd think it was right. to help build inside the mall, but it's not. I was walking away from the, the opening of Dick's. And I'm sorry, at, some, at some point, I'm going to hit. Balls, which right, is the yeah. new store. Right. You, you literally mean, went from dicks to athlete's foot? Yeah, yeah. Okay. But it, that's right, usual so. progression because a lot of <laughs> sometimes it falls off and lands on your feet. Sure, yeah. So, as I was walking through the urethra into <laughs> the store. Which is a new cosmetics place. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> urethras. There is a hair place in there. This is like all the Plymouth Meeting Mall. There's a, play, a new concept uh, or newer where basically you have your own little space for uh, hairstylists. Yes. So it's, it's not like one big hair salon. What? Yeah, it's like individual spaces. So, like, a hairstylist can go and open up her own little chair. Yeah. Okay. Uh, This does make sense because this is similar to, like, the... uh, I think you're right, President, about the general nature of malls changing and becoming more experiential. But in this case, Kathy, that sounds like the the buildings that have office space that people can mm-hmm. come in and set up their yeah, stuff. I mean, it's I I've, I've walked by it. It's nice, you know. It's nicely decorated and all that. So, all right. but I don't know how they do in there. I, no one's coming by. All right. Well, there's going to be a Patty's Pub pop up there, and it's uh, Friday, February 25th through sun, Saturday, March 19th. By the way, one more, at least one more, right? Yes. Uh, so we'll go to fast food now. The Shamrock Shake and Oreo Shamrock McFlurry Whoa. will be available at participating McDonald's locations across the U.S. beginning February 21st. Is that later than normal? It seems like it. That, I yep. thought, but, you know, maybe they want to, I, I don't know. I, I always thought of it more towards the beginning of February. But, yeah, it's, you know, roughly a month away from St. Patrick's Day, so... The Shamrock Shake features the brand's vanilla soft serve blended with Shamrock Shake flavor and finished with whipped topping, while the Oreo Shamrock McFlurry blends vanilla soft serve with Shamrock Shake flavor and Oreo cookie pieces. Where do you stand on the Shamrock Shake? I love it. Uh, How about you? 
I, I like it a lot. I'm not, I mean, I'm still, I'm not crazy, crazy for it. I know people freak out. I'd love it. I, I think I'm it's always, good. I'm always surprised at when I will have a mint flavored ice cream, how much I like it. And, there you go. And don't think to order it enough because mint chocolate chip is fantastic, yes. in, in my opinion. It's my son's favorite. Okay. I don't think I've had the uh, this Oreo no. concoction, though. That looks really good. I think I would probably order that over the Shamrock Shake. Okay. Sometimes yeah. at McDonald's, it's not blended all the way through. And yeah. you'll, see, you'll see it's like half white and half green. Right. And so, but that's just, a, that's an operator. Francois, there issue. seems to be something wrong with my McFlurry. Right away, so I take it back and bring it back to you perfectly the way you like it. Uh, but I do, I do dig on a shamrock shake. It's really, really good, so. Everyone happy with their McFlurry? Uh, <laughs> all right, uh, so, yeah, we can probably do a couple more. These are short ones that I have here. Yeah, I said a couple. Yeah, a couple. Yeah, a couple. Yeah, a couple. <laughs> uh, all right, so for Valentine's Day... In celebration, Hooters is bringing back its popular Shred Your Ex event. Participants who bring in a photo of an ex to shred, so they'll use a shredder, Yeah, uh, get uh, 10 free bonus wings with the purchase of any 10 wings in store on Monday. Did you hear that story about the one uh, franchise that uh, misunderstood it and uh, bought an actual wood chipper? Oh, no. It was, uh, it was a gory mess. Uh, you also have the option of shredding your ex digitally online. I think the physical picture would be a lot more yeah. fun. And then you'll receive a digital coupon for the deal. Additionally, this year's Hooters is partnering with the platform Cameo to offer customized Valentine's videos from Hooters. Hooters, 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 Hooters. Yep, you can do that too. Did we talk about this? Like, uh, could you open up a Hooters nowadays? You know? Oh, as far as... The PC uh, acceptability, yeah, yeah. They do I, open I think up. They still open yeah. up. Yeah, I mean, but like, start, they're, they're like, a family fun place. I know, I know, yeah. but like an actual like the, the concept of Hooters, you know, I, I oh something already like established. Chain. Yeah, yeah, it'd yeah. be hard to do yeah. that. Probably. Well, what did, I mean, well, buttholes fail. <laughs> <laughs> you know that place yeah. stunk. That was just you, you walked in and it smelled <laughs> very cavernous. Well, you know how they say welcome yeah. to Moe's. Yeah. yeah, when you walk in the door, butthole. <laughs> that's and the whole staff says, screams butt. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> you man. Buttholes. Right. Somebody just walked in. Right? Hang on, hey, hang on. I got this. Buttholes. <laughs> One more time. Buttholes. You guys are enjoying it. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I didn't know we were. I Kathy's moving her mouth. Okay. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> Another time. Buttholes. There we go. Yeah. That's how it works. I think it works. I think it's. I think it'll. But yet it failed. So go figure. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. There have been. There've been spinoffs. Or, or or copycat, right? Like, uh, Kill, Kill. And what's the other one? Uh, on my Menzies. Oh, there was there was a local one when I when I grew up in St. Louis. It was called Show Me's, and the the billboards were a blatant uh-huh. yeah parody of of Hooters, and it didn't it didn't end up. The, the ones like Tilted Kilt and, and Hooters, they're literally called restaurants, you know. And, and yes, that's that's the uh, okay. the campaign behind are there, it. Are there any? So Preston, is this we're looking at Show Me's here? Are they? Uh, yeah, it's it's it's, it's a Hooters. I, is yeah, that, is that still around? Uh, it looks I, like an old picture. Yeah, it does look like an old photo. That's, uh... <sighs> yeah, show me. All right, but anyhow. Yeah, it's an uh, old picture. Buttholes! Buttholes! <laughs> 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 All right. <clears throat> uh, let's see. What else do we have here? Uh, Panera has some Valentine's Day offerings. Uh, they have a chance for a fan to win a diamond ring presented in a special bread bowl box. Have they done something like this before? I don't know. Sounds uh, familiar. Plus a subscription to Panera's Unlimited Sip Club for a year. 
So between uh, the 14th and 18th, fans can enter to win the above by sending a tweet on Twitter or posting on Instagram along with a hashtag Panera Date and sweepstakes along with a photo of yourself, friends, or significant other enjoying Panera Bread Cafe Mm. or Panera Bread at-home products. And there will be 22 winners chosen. Uh, For more information, you can visit PaneraBaguetteRing.com. So you got to enter through social media. How come they can do contests on social media and we can't? Yeah, what is that? What's the story with What that? is that crap? Their legal Ooh. department's better. Yeah, uh, Melissa, <laughs> their legal department's better. They got better lawyers. Any yeah. idea? Yeah. Kind of. Kind of, yeah, that's that it? it. Yeah, right. okay. Because you got to hire people with balls. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, butthole. <laughs> Welcome to Butthole. <laughs> Welcome to Buttholes. <laughs> uh, I thought this was kind of funny. In uh, if food is labeled as light, yeah, apparently you eat more of it. Penn State University researchers found study participants ate more when a meal was labeled as light and were told that it was not designed to fill them up. Those participants also reported feeling less full when eating the meal. Wow. Uh, the study co-author said it suggests that if you have this preconception that the meal you're about to eat is going to be really filling then maybe you'll eat less of it. And the opposite opposite is true. If you perceive that the meal to be light and not quite as filling, then maybe you'll eat slightly more of that. They... They're all sorts of tricks. The, the food industry, the restaurant, the way things are marketed, the the way it's described. Mm. Uh, yeah, those are all tricks, and, and I, I can see that. I think you, oh, we'll have a little more latitude with this. Right. And well, light is a, that's a that's a, a subjective word. Yeah. I guess, yes, it is. Because... It doesn't really, does it have to be light? No. 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 Like light cheesecake isn't exactly yeah. right. Yeah. 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 Well, the light crab fries that are in the uh, Acme Lounge right now, yeah. uh, don't be full. But, I mean, there's no requirement that says, you, in order to call this light, it needs what to be... What percentage of your normal caloric yeah. has to be right. eliminated to be classified <laughs> to be as light? Yeah. Right. What does I that guess. mean? Well, yeah. so... Uh, it's like, like conveniently located. What if you're not there? <laughs> yes, totally. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Cigarettes aren't allowed to be called light anymore. So, like, Marlboro Lights are not called Marlboro Lights anymore because oh. you, you, can't, you can't get, like... Light cancer, you know what I mean? Right, uh, you right. either what, have it or you don't. What do they don't. change it to? It's just Marlboro, like gold or Marlboro oh. Reds. Yeah, I was a Marlboro light guy in my smoking days, mm-hmm. and I was uh, a Parliament light guy. Okay, yeah, you were more British. But I mean, you could <laughs> tell the difference when you would you would smoke a like a Marlboro Red <clears throat> and a Marlboro Light. They were lighter in tar and nicotine, but. The word is suggesting it almost seems like it's a healthy... Yeah. You know, well, listen, and there, this is the absolute truth. There was a time when doctors would oh, recommend yeah. cigarettes yeah. would, would and endorse cigarette brands. For pregnant Doc, women. Dr. Mike has a picture in one of yep. his uh, rooms of the doctor's ad for cigarettes. Oh yeah. yeah. So I had, uh, and, you know, I was a smoker for a long time. I'm not a smoker anymore, but I, I just never realized how... Happy it made terrible. No, it oh. did. Like I really do and did like smoking. And if I, you know, if I could do it, and I didn't, there were I, no ramifications. There were no, My wife said the same it. thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but yeah, uh, I could see that. I, I had no, ba- I had no idea how terrible I smelled. I just didn't, you know, because <laughs> oh, yeah. that's just how I smelled. And then I got a massage one time from a uh, therapist who was clearly a smoker, and I could smell their like their smoky. Oh, God, you're like a big kielbasa. I love this. <laughs> or a haircut case, if you know, like, yeah. it's the same thing. Yeah. Does your crack go that far? Oh, no, it's just a hair. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, anyhow, light, using the word light in food, 
uh, may cause you to eat more of it. Right. Uh, that's all. We're going to wrap up. Uh, oh, all right. Yeah, we're going to wrap up the um, uh, the connoisseur. And I think a fine way to wrap up the connoisseur would be to give away a $50 Chickies and Pete's hey. gift. Yeah. Hey. And we'll take caller number 18, 215-263-WMMR. Friends from Bud Light are here with Chickies and Pete's. They have their new zero-carb beer. Bud Light Next is what it's called. Which everyone is freaking out about. And Chickies and Pete's are here as well, and they're going to be joining Casey Boy along with you, hopefully, from 1 to 3 today at Colmar Beverage, formerly the Beer Stop Beverage, on Route 309. And come out and sample the new Bud Light Next. Yep. And you can win some cool prizes and enjoy uh, some of Chickies and Pete's crab fries at the event today, 1 to 3. Chickies would be a good option for the uh, Super Bowl as well. Oh, my God. Come on. Crab fries? Yeah. It's perfect for your Super Bowl party. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll be back in a second. And we'll get to the Bizarre File. When we return, stay with us. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. Uh, on On the web. PrestonandSteve.com. Savings are in bloom at Acme. Get four times reward points with your Acme for You app. Look for the specially marked tags on participating items throughout the store and redeem your Acme rewards for free grocery items. Or save up to a dollar per gallon on gas at participating Exxon or mobile stations. Look for your savings in bloom bonus reward points only at Acme. Valid now through April 28th. Other restrictions and exclusions apply. Download the Acme app or visit acnemarkets.com for more details. Acme, fresh foods, local flavors. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, let's get right into these stories that I have made, or not, I haven't made them for you. I've, you I've, sing them for I've you. handpicked oh. them. <laughs> I have uh, bespoke them for your liking. So, a New Jersey woman, this is weird, took her car to a vehicle service center on Tuesday after sensing something was wrong with it, only to be told that there were human teeth in the grill of the car. Oh, uh, my God. The Goodyear Service Center contacted the police department after an employee noticed the teeth in part of the car's grill and undercarriage. Do we assume she hit somebody? Human hair was also discovered in the undercarriage. The teeth were first thought to belong to a deer, but testing them revealed they were actually human. Police suspect the driver may have unknowingly run over a person oh, who was found dead on the New Jersey Turnpike after being hit multiple times in December. I had that story where several cars hit this one Kept hitting person. the same body, yeah. Yeah, and police are still investigating the incident. But as of Tuesday morning, no charges were pending. But, yeah, ma'am, we found teeth in the grill yeah. of the vehicle. Wow. Completely freaky. An Oregon man trying to protect his home from bear instead fatally shot his brother by mistake 
and then turned the gun on himself moments later. Oh, Killed yeah. himself? Yes. Wow. Killed his brother? Yes. Wow. The man called 911 about 7 a.m. Tuesday, told dispatchers he had accidentally shot his brother while loading a gun That's after horrible. being startled by the bear. Deputies rushed to the home. They found the man uh, found a man dead from a gunshot wound. They checked a, the rural residence, which sits in a gulch just south of some wooded hills, and they found a second man dead, and he had signed, uh, died of a self-inflicted gunshot wound. Wow. He was so overwhelmed. Yeah. Sheriff's office, uh, sheriff's officials did not immediately identify either man. Uh, Oddly or- enough, there was a bear in the house going through their wallets. Uh, Oregon is home to some 25,000 black bears, according to the Parks Department, which warns residents living in, a bear co- in bear country to keep food and garbage secured and slowly walk away if approached by a bear. Wow. All right, how about this? A Madison, Wisconsin man was arrested Monday night after police say he intentionally T-boned a vehicle, injuring two people who had allegedly stolen his snowblower. <laughs> so a man and woman took the snowblower from the man's garage at his home around 10.30 p.m. Monday. The 29-year-old man, who had been a victim of another recent burglary, saw the theft happen, and he followed them in his truck. No, no, not on my watch. And he then crashed into them on purpose. Both of the alleged burglars were taken to a hospital with serious but non-life-threatening injuries. Uh, the man was arrested on charges of second-degree reckless endangering safety. Did this guy have a mullet by any chance? I don't. I don't. They didn't indicate that. Uh, he is currently being held in the county jail, and police did not identify the alleged burglars, but said that they have probable cause to arrest mm-hmm. both for burglary. Mason James Calgill. Mason James. James Mason. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I finally made the B file. A <laughs> former delivery driver. <laughs> In the U.K., who was just sentenced to eight months in prison for causing a crash while drinking on the job, could be the worst driver in the world. Police released the footage of Cowgill's wild ride. He's drinking wearing turkey. Uh, well, he started off the trip in his work van by not only drinking, but drinking a previously unopened bottle of sparkling wine. So that means he had to open a bottle of sparkling wine while driving. It's very <laughs> difficult to do that. Yes. And uh, so the apparently he gave the briefest of glances at his employer's in-cab recorder before tipping the bottle back. Uh-huh. He didn't even seem to enjoy the booze all that much, but he kept at it anyway. So for his next event, uh, Calgill rolled his own cigarette while driving, <laughs> filter and all, and then doesn't even smoke it. He saved it for later. Well, he's doing all sorts of tricks. Yeah. Next, he completed mm. uh, his hat trick by FaceTiming someone while he was driving and then he stuck the landing with a little texting while driving before the footage cut off at the moment of impact with another vehicle. He does more driving than I do not driving. So Calgill's uh, employer checked that in-cab footage after the crash and caught him very much not behaving in a professional manner. Uh, he's going to jail for yeah. that, by the way. Do most uh, occupations like that, where the driver is driving for a company, or do they have this cab camera situation? Good question. Does not, Amazon? Not really sure. No, they don't, I don't think they have a camera in it, but they do have something that monitors okay. what they're doing as All far right. as driving goes. Uh, eight months in prison and 32 months without a driver's license for him. All right, here's a story. This is an interesting one concerning the uh, Canadian truck protest. Uh, charges are forthcoming for an Akron, Ohio man that attempted to send bomb threats to police in Ottawa. He got the name right, but the location was off by 600 miles. Oh, no. Ottawa is the county seat for Putnam County in northwest Ohio. <laughs> you got to watch it. So when the man who has yet to be identified used Google to find a number for police in Canada, Google gave him a number 
that was closer to home. According to the county sheriff's office, Captain Brad Brubaker, he said he wasn't paying attention and just called the first number that he found. He said that he was mad about mask mandates. And in the first call, the suspect uh, issued a bomb threat for the address for the Ottawa Kennedy City headquarters, uh, an address that doesn't exist in Ottawa, Ohio. So he had called the wrong place in Ohio and threatened them with bombs. This explains last year's vacation to Paris, Texas. <laughs> the sheriff's deputies were attempting to trace the first call. He called back again saying that he'd been shot. And it was then after the call had been fully traced that the dispatcher led the 20-year-old uh, know that he had the wrong Ottawa Captain Brubaker said the man had not been arrested, but a recommendation for charge has been filed. All right, then we'll do one more story uh, out of Florida. With the month of love upon us, the opposite is surely also true for the brokenhearted. So for those in this melancholy crowd who have happened to live in Port Orange, Florida, the local police department has offered them a chance to potentially get back at their ex-Valentine in a not-so-playful way, and that's with jail time. So in a Facebook post on Wednesday, the Port Orange Police Department used Valentine's Day wordplay to encourage people to report ex-partners without standing warrants. Hmm. It said this Valentine's Day month-long special starts off with a set of limited edition platinum bracelets, free transportation with a chauffeur, a one-night minimum stay in luxurious accommodations, <laughs> and professional glamour shots that will be posted online for all to That's enjoy. That's pretty cool. I love it. Uh, it's apparently not a new idea. Uh, they su- it suggested in the post... They said they are indeed joining police departments nationwide with the copied and pasted call to action. So if you have an ex <laughs> that you know has a warrant, yeah, uh, then you can do this for Valentine's Day. It's a pretty damn good idea. All right, and there you go. That is what I have in the bizarre file for you. All right, we're going to take a break. When we get back, Punking Johnson of Saturday Night yes. Live is going to be joining us. New cast edition. I'm going to give away uh, another $50 gift card to Chickies and Pete's. Casey's going to be at Colmar Beverage today from 1 to 3. It's the Bud Light Next launch. It's a new beer that they are premiering. Everyone says you got to try it. And you can win a four-pack of Flyers tickets while you're there or other cool swag uh, from MMR. Uh, introducing Super Crisp Bud Light Next Zero Carb Beer. It is here. It is brewed for what is next. And uh, Chickies and Pete's will be there with Casey as well. They're here today. Uh, I just had... Dude, their wings are great. You guys yeah. are raving about their wings. I'm loving them. Yeah. Nick and I have been down on them, <laughs> yeah. and they're great. They're damn good. You're even eating Kathy's. Uh, so... Well, she put them in front of me, Steve. <laughs> what am I supposed to do? Yeah. So, anyhow... Chicken wings. Yes, <laughs> chicken wings are all the rage. So, we'll take caller number 20 at 215-263-WMMR and give you a $50 gift card right now. We're going to break. Be back in a moment. Stay with us. Join Casey Boy Friday from 1 to 3 at Colmar Beverage, formerly Beer Stop Beverage, at 793 Bethlehem Pike in Colmar for the launch of Bud Light Next. Enter for a chance to win tickets to an upcoming Flyers game and other cool MMR and Bud Light prizes. Zero Carb Beer is here. Introducing Bud Light Next. Brewed for what's next. We're uh, very excited to have our next guest on. Uh, she's in her second season, uh, cast member of Saturday Night Live, and is appearing at Punchline uh, tonight and tomorrow. And Yay. there's a couple shows each night you can uh, get into. Tickets available at punchlinephilly.com. Very happy to welcome Punky Johnson. Yay. Yay. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Not like applause at uh, 8.30 in the morning. How you doing, Punky? Um... I'm tired. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, the last, you can't say that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. 
That's all right. Though. So when I, <laughs> it's all good. Uh, when I first popped on with uh, with Punky, uh, her uh, screen was was um, black, and then she didn't have her video on. And she's like, do you want to see me? I said, yes. And she goes, oh, man, well, I, I got to put some clothes on. And I thought she, I thought she was lying. And she wasn't. Do you like, you like lounging around naked? What? Yeah. Why do you think I, well, the last time I had a roommate was about 15 years ago. I'm like, uh-uh, I'll figure out how to pay the rent. <laughs> I'll figure it out. I tell you, man, the amount of uh, problems that have occurred because of the Zoom interview, you know, they're obviously, look what happened over at CNN, but being caught in, in uh, you know, you're not sure people can see you. You think you've logged off and all this stuff. Have, and with all that you do in the interviews you do, have you had near Mrs. Punky? So I used to, um, I used, so my nephews was in virtual school mm-hmm. and I would do their virtual school with them. I would be their they teacher while they was on with their teachers. I just got caught sleeping a lot. Mm. <laughs> I was just, <laughs> I would be up like, boy. I know you ain't letting your teacher see me sleep. <laughs> I'll be like in the background, knocked out, okay? <laughs> the poor child, he'd be asking me for stuff. I'm like, boy, look, I ain't got time for all of that. Now I'm supposed to do everything he asking me for. I just get in trouble just being caught off guard. But I saw a whole bunch of myself. I saw mama smoking a blunt. That one went viral. I saw another uh, another parent went viral like not too long ago, uh, like doing it with her man. Really? Oh. I didn't see it that. Was, I was like, wait, is this real? This can't be real. <laughs> but apparently it, it was real. I'm like, oh, my God, this is just too much. Well, let me ask you, because and I uh, love you on SNL, and I know that, that uh, you, were, you were saying that the notion of being on it was so removed from your thinking that it wasn't that you weren't even, like, nervous, but yet you had to audition, like, right at the heart of the beginning of the pandemic, correct? Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. What, it was... Well, for me, it was it was a good thing, and and it was and, and timing was everything. So the pandemic was good for me because I'm not good auditioning in the room. Like I freeze, yeah. th- then I'll start getting an attitude with people because when you're in audition with the room, they looking at you crazy. So then I'm gonna say, "What you looking at me like that for?" I'm gonna picture, I do my best, and you give me the look like like I ain't got talent. So then I get in my head, and then I bomb the audition. That's just uh-uh. how all my auditions go. But with this one, I had to film it. So I got to do as many takes as I want. I got to really, truly be in my skin. I didn't have people judging me. I, I was judging myself, which is also kind of bad. But it, it it just worked out best well, that way. Yeah, it's wild that you say that because I'm, I'm a massive, you know, we, we, we all are massive fans of the history of SNL and all the great stories of people who've had to go into that audition and that nobody really laughs and that Lauren is kind of like a... He'll find you amusing in the whole the whole deal, but you won't really know while you're doing it. Who gave you the call to let you know you were joining the cast? He did. Oh, wow. Does he usually do he, that? You know what? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. But, but SNL, they played with you, boy. They was messing with me. They was like, all right, Punky, you're going to get a call Friday. <laughs> if Mr. Michaels call you Friday, you got you got it. Mr. Michaels don't call on Friday. I'm like, all right, well, I ain't get it. Yeah. So then it was like, all right. They're going to call you Saturday. If Michael Michael don't call you on Saturday, <laughs> you ain't get the job. I'm like, all right, so he ain't call on Saturday. So that was two days in a row. I'm like, all right, whatever. So Sunday, it was game day. It was like opening football Sunday. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to just get drunk and celebrate anyway. Like, I got this far. I'm going to celebrate myself, right? Mm. 
So I'm just getting, I'm like on the way to pick up tequila. I had already had a few shots <laughs> by my cousin's house. And I'm just minding my business, you know, just chilling. This, he calls. I'm like, why would you call now? <laughs> why would you do that? Yeah. Did you feel me take a couple shots? I can't talk. I'm nervous. I'm sweating. My body's soaking wet. I just was like, oh, Lord, I hope this man don't know I had took a couple before we got on the phone. <laughs> but that is, that is so cool. I mean, that's, that's, that's life-changing. Oh, yeah, tremendously. I was about to work at a warehouse. Like, I was, I had already started setting my life up because none of the comedy clubs was opening until, honestly, the very next year. Yeah. So I had to con- I had to continue making income. So I was like, you know what? Amazon was hiring. It was paying, like, $20. I'm like, I'm going to just take my pride out the way. I'm not about to spend my entire savings. Yeah. Nah, yeah. Nope. And then, you know, and be- before I put the, uh, the, uh, the resume in, I got the call. Oh, wow, wow. Hey, let me ask you, what's it like? Uh, did you know anybody on cast before you uh, before you got in there to work? Mm-mm. I knew uh, Melissa Villasenor. Yeah, we okay. grew up at the same comedy club. Okay, and uh, at the comedy store, and um, I knew Chris Red. Okay. And um, let me see, that and that was it. I, I would wonder what it's like in that in that first introduction, where you know, or, or do you meet everybody in one shot the first time? All the cast is there, or is it just here and there you start to meet people along the way? You know what I like about the cast? Like, it's super competitive over there, but it's friendly competition. Good. It ain't, no nobody's, like, throwing each other under the bus. It's never no shade. Everybody really want to help you out. But it's still super competitive because yeah. there's so many of us. I mean, it's, but, it's a brutal schedule, right? Oh, it's brutal, but it ain't nothing we can't handle. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like, when, when, so when I got on the show, like, everybody, everybody, my phone just started buzzing and ringing, of course. But what, what, what meant a lot was the cast was hitting me up. Be it like eighty and Chloe and Cecily and like like everybody was like, "Yo, what's up?" You know, we can't wait to see you. And like your first day there, the whole cast just come, uh, just come bust in your room. Like, what's up? We doing this? Oh, that's like, awesome. Oh, okay, I'm welcome here. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you're, you're hi. <laughs> your mom was a big fan. Uh, uh, your uh, mom's a big fan, I should say, of, of SNL. And 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 uh, you were kind of raised. You had a good comedy upbringing because you're exposed to uh, Eddie Murphy and and and, and all these people. And and do, I mean that. Did, so you must have been supported right from the get-go. There was never any sort of, you know... Uh, oh, there was never no doubt. Yeah. Uh, that's that's Mm-mm. something most people don't get, you know. No, no. We have comedic family. Like, you can't take us nowhere. It, it can't even be a serious <laughs> situation. Like, like you take us to a funeral, the, the people in the back going to be like, what is that family laughing at? Because we... And somebody go... We all just... We always do something so stupid. And... Just like on Saturday mornings, my mama, instead of playing R&B, cleaning up, she yeah. got Dave Chappelle on, or Richard Pry on, <laughs> wow. Eddie Murphy. And I just, like, Comic View was the last thing I watched in, that- in, in, in high school before I went to sleep. So it was just always in my head. Punky, I want to ask you about um, uh, SNL and Weekend Update in particular, because you end up on, on that uh, segment quite a bit. And uh, Che and, and Colin Joyce have such good chemistry. You know, they work really, really well together. If you have an idea for Weekend Update, do you bring that in to the writer's room, and then, like, how does that, how does a, a sketch end up on Weekend Update rather than sort of an independent sketch outside of that part of the show? So, it it, it all pretty much works the same, but they all have, like, these departments, right? So, if I want to do an update, I'll hit up, up somebody in the update uh, department, I'll be like, look, 
I got this little idea. Do you think it's, it makes sense to write it? They either going to be like, eh, or they're going to be like, man, write it, punk it. Let's see how it works at the table. So it, everything goes to table. Every sketch, it goes to table. Um, that's when we do table reads. And you, if you do an update and they got like six or seven other updates, nah. you better kill your update. Because <laughs> they only picking three. Yeah. That's brutal. That's brutal. And you're in the room with all the writers, right? Everybody. Yeah. I, it's like for the for the table read, everybody be up in there. Like the wardrobe people be in there, the hair and makeup people be in there, yeah. costume, like everybody be up in there because God you, if your if your sketch get picked, you gotta produce it that in that night. Like right. you okay. got like about an hour to hmm. produce your sketch. Oh my. You gotta be like, all right, cool. My sketch got picked, great. This is how I want her hair to look. This is how I want her hair to look. Then you gotta go to wardrobe. Like, okay, I see this person wearing this, I see this person wearing that. Then you gotta go to set. You're like, okay, this is the set I want. This is the sofa. This is the couch. I want flowers right here. You got to produce the whole thing. That's so crazy. So I'm going to produce as well. Yeah, wow. How long does it take for you, or did it take for you to settle in? Uh, that's got to be such a, you know, a daunting experience. Settle in. Uh-huh. Settle in. <laughs> yeah. At Saturday Night Live, yeah. me, my ghetto butt on Saturday Night Live. Do you understand? I am not settled. I ain't supposed to be there, but yes, I'm there. Are. Yeah. That's the whole, the, the whole imposter syndrome. But, like, you got to figure, you know how many people audition and how many people over the years lauren has seen that you that made it, didn't like, make so, it so yeah like if you don't believe in yourself just know that everybody else does <laughs> and that should be enough I, for you i'll be looking at the lights yeah it's like i'll be walking in there every day like <laughs> <laughs> i just get so like overwhelmed sometimes and then like it could be the overwhelming could be very stressful because you put I put so much pressure on myself and it, the stress don't come from them it comes from me. No, that's just- so. I mean, every every job is stressful. Don't get it twisted. But the majority of my stress comes from myself and being in my own head. Now I have to ask so, you for, for for you talk about being able. You know, obviously we, we and I like that idea. I agree with you 100. percent I'd rather be. I'd rather not think everything I do is awesome and beat myself up because I think that's that regulates you that keeps you in line mm-hmm. you know because then you lose you lose all track of what you're capable of and what you should work better at uh but i have to ask because were you a bartender in new orleans for a while yeah yeah i would i bartended over there for like i probably only made it a year out there because i would then assume, i moved to los angeles i would assume that would be like bartender in new orleans has got to be the complete trial by fire what but I don't know what you mean by tra- I mean look we w- I had a ball. See the reason why I had to stop was because I was drinking too much. Oh, was, well, there you go. <laughs> I was like, oh, I, I got to get out. I said, I got to go do something with my life. I oh. cannot, I cannot do this because I'm going. This is it. My life is going to go down the drain. So I got up and I'm like, look, you gotta, you gotta do something. I mean, so, it's such a drinking city, and I just figured that 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 would be that would be a great way to pick up how to deal with people. Oh, one hundred. But you know what? Just being from New Orleans, it, 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 it's such a, like a hospitable place mm-hmm. to live. So you you know you you know we we know how to talk to people off the bat. You know, right. it's just you about that. Say, hey, my baby, how you doing, my love? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh no! Like, uh, 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 of course, sir. Like, we. It's all like you're never gonna get like a straight hello or something. It's gonna be like, hello, how's your day? Ah. Uh, it's always like more to it. You know, you're gonna always get a nickname out there. Mm-hmm. I like that. You know? I, I, we, uh, some people read that. I, I know some people are, are 
uh, cynical about that, but I love when no. you, you go down there and you get that kind of interaction. It's, it's I love it. I when when I've been and and it goes for several southern states and I, and I'm called sugar or honey. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I love it. It sounds good to me. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's the best. Just as long as they don't say bless your heart, right? <laughs> oh, bless your heart. You're so stupid. Bless your heart. Oh, yeah. That's what that means. <laughs> yeah, that's the insult, right there. <laughs> it's a caring like, did insult. Did you say bless my heart? <laughs> <laughs> You've done some some acting and you I, I forgot you. You're in the movie Zombie Con, which is 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 a uh, is kind of a cult movie uh, now. That uh, yeah, I don't know what's going. Yeah, Zombie Con. Um, I had no idea what I was doing when I did that because I'm not into the cons. Yeah. Much. Um, but then my good buddy and director Kyle Fritz, he was like, you know, when you're promoting something, you got to go out and do all the stuff and learn all the stuff. You got to yeah. know what you're talking about when you you know marketing the stuff. So I'm like, all right. So he takes me to this con. I'm like, okay, well, we'll see what it's about. <laughs> I go to the con. There's like a million people waiting to get in. Yeah. I was like, I don't like cross like this, boy. What, what am I doing here? It was so many people. It was like they had all these costumes on. Then I'm starting to get into it. I'm like, all right, this, some, this is serious. So we getting into it. We meeting all the people. I'm starting to ask about costumes. What what inspired all of this? Like, I, it, it, it was just fun. So then... Me doing zombie kind and then going to the kind, then I was like, okay, now I understand what's going on full circle. Like I, this means something to people. Mm-hmm. Oh God, yeah, and it's it, it's it's a thing unto it. So talk about something that's taken a hit because of the you know during the pandemic time, like the the virtual cons. I mean, it's a dream of mine to one day go to you know the San Francisco, you know the the, the big the big con, and and uh, but we're always doing the show, and it's, and it's I mean it's it people cannot comprehend the enormity of these things. And how the celebrities have to walk around incognito because they'll just get mauled. Yeah, yeah. It, it man, look, <laughs> I ain't never going to another con again because that's way too many people for me. Because right. um, I, I don't. The crowds are not my thing, but. It, I ain't gonna, man. It was man. It was a beautiful experience. Well, the acting is is obviously you've done you've done um, a couple things, is, and and you you you've taken acting lessons. I I, I thought I read. Um, so so mm-hmm. it, yeah. So so um, it, I mean, you're, you're doing. You've done some shows. What if um, what if you get a call? You're on SNL, but you get a call for a, a, a full blown other project. Uh, you know that draws you away. Do you think you can run both at the same time? Some people have done it on SNL, but it, it's a yeah. lot. It it is a lot, but what else I'm gonna do? You know, like on my off on my off time, I be I be getting fat, eating, forgetting life. I'm like I be calling my people like I need to be busy. Okay, okay, I'm throwing my life away. <laughs> but it's like you know what? It's a fine balance if you want to be honest. So, it, uh, my team are calling and be like, look, you know, you got this opportunity, but it will overlap with SNL, and I'll be like, I bet I want to do it. And they'll say, all right, cool. Well, we about to hit them up and see how we can make this work. And they, they, so every, everybody stay on the same page. As long as everybody on the same page, same chapter, we we tight. They're, they're, I, I, so they're accommodating with that for the most part? Oh, very, yeah. very. They, I, I think that they want everybody to be successful. Like, they're not going to stop nobody shine over there. If anything, they want you to shine brighter. I remember reading the stories about uh, Belushi when they were doing Animal House. And, and he was... That was an inhuman schedule, flying out to middle America to do Animal House and then being back there to do SNL, you know, by the mm-hmm. weekend. I mean, to me, that just, you can lose sight of how much you're getting ground down, you know, in a schedule like that. 
Yeah, like Chris and Chris and Keenan did it um, last year. I think actually around this time, up and up and coming spring, they would leave on Sunday mornings and film Keenan, and then be back if they if they could by Thursday or Friday. Jeez. Do the show, be out on Wednesday. Do you do you? Uh, so, but it's, it's it's like it's like you know what. You just got to, you just, it, it don't, it don't be for long. It'd be like, all right, cool. I got to work 21 days straight. Let's do it. You just, yeah. you just center yourself okay. and you just go. Are yeah. you pretty good at managing your own schedule or do you have somebody that helps you out with that, with that stuff? Cause I, I would need a minder. I would <laughs> no. need somebody. No. <laughs> managing my own schedule. What? I don't have enough money. I don't have enough money to pay somebody to manage my schedule yet. All I have is like, I'd be telling my managers, I'd be like, look. Y'all know I be forgetting stuff. So, like, <laughs> my manager assistant hit me up yesterday. Gentle reminder, uh-huh. eight twenty. <laughs> they got a gentle remind me all the time. <laughs> <laughs> my my response is always, "Oh Lord, thank you," because I forgot. That, that is my response <laughs> under every single gentle reminder. So we should feel lucky that you got over this this morning. Man. <laughs> How many times? I, I hate missing meetings. I hate missing oh, meetings. Yeah. I hate it. So yeah. I'm like, nah, nah, nah. All right, I need my gentle reminders. <laughs> well, it's it's awesome. I mean, we, uh, love you. On the show and, and and everything seems to be going great guns and and you're here in uh, in uh, in Philly uh, a Super Bowl weekend are you uh, are you a big sports fan football yes sports not so much okay are you a Saints fan coming from New Orleans or what? look people be like people been asking me who you got in the Super Bowl I'd be like the Saints yeah. <laughs> they be like well the Saints ain't going if the Saints ain't in the Super Bowl I say I, I said the Saints. <laughs> You have your answer. <laughs> you know what? I actually used to like the Saints, and then they trolled the Eagles uh, when they beat us in the uh, playoffs a few years ago. They started playing Dreams and Nightmares. That was like the Eagles anthem, the Meat Mill anthem. I was like, I'm like, I don't like them anymore. I don't like, you know, like, and I used to. I used to like. Well, and then y'all won the Super Bowl, so you got your revenge. Yeah. Now, can you love us again? All right, I'll try. I'll try. I think that's a fair offer. Yeah. All right. Well, listen, Punky, we want you to enjoy your time in Philly, and we want people to go and see Punky uh, tonight and tomorrow, 730 yes. and 945, or the bo- both of the shows. Uh, and tickets are available at punchlinephilly.com. So thanks yeah. for checking in this morning. You're a lot of fun. We love you, and, uh, and I'm sure we'll see you sometime down the road again. All right, you bet. I'm, I'm going to do what they do down in my hometown, give you all some nicknames. Thanks, Press Press. Thanks, Stevie. <laughs> <laughs> She's a lot of fun, man. That's awesome. You can tell how excited she is to be a member of that cast. Yeah. yeah. And she's still got that glow. She's been in her second season, still has that glow of, I can't believe I'm here. Yeah. When you, you know want it, I mean? and, and you can always, and if you can, work to keep it in perspective all the time. Like she says, you just say, okay, I'm just going to work these 22 days straight. And, you know, you. that's, I remember at the beginning of, of like, stand-up and everything. Mm. Where is it? I'll go. It doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I, this is what I want to do. I'm going to commit. Yep. A- and you do it, and she's got that. Yep, yep, excellent. All right, well, listen, we're going to take a break. Uh, we're going to come back in a moment. we got another guest going to be joining us. Yes. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, Ben Simmons leaving, uh, James Harden coming in, and we're going to do it with a friend from down the hall. Yeah. sister station, The Fanatic, and we're going to have uh, Devon Gibbons here in the studio. So we'll come back with that and get in some more stuff as well. Stay put. We'll be right back. What's new? Glad you asked. The Pretty Reckless. Ghost. 
Mammoth Wolfgang Van Halen. New music, more of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR. Uh, before we welcome our next guest, can I read this little letter I got real yes. quick? I just want to pass this along before it gets too late in the day. But it says, uh, good morning, it and Gadzooks. And I wanted to send over a little congratulatory present uh, to you guys getting into the uh, Radio Hall of Fame. Actually, they wrote the Rock and Roll, I mean Radio Hall of Fame. <laughs> My husband has been home distilling for quite some time. And I thought that, uh, Preston, you might enjoy a little nip. He made uh, custom, made the label custom uh, just for your show. And I know that Casey and Steve don't drink. Kathy and Nick usually drink wine, and Marissa's poison of choice is vodka, so I only sent the one bottle of this run. My husband does make gin and vodka along with some other fun spirits, so if anyone else on the show would like a bottle, uh, please feel free to let me know. I would love to send over as many as you need. And my husband proofed this batch at 93.3. How about that? I sent along a picture to show the hydrometer proofing it out. Wow. And we hope you will enjoy it. So I wanted you guys to see, to see this bottle. It's pretty cool. It's got this awesome label on oh, it. Oh, cool. That is pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, with the Radio Hall oh, of Fame. Cool. Wow. Uh, so it's about half empty now. Uh, no, no. no I, haven't, I just got it this morning. So uh, I'll be breaking into that. Actually, I don't even want to open it. It looks so good. Right, I know. Yeah. Yeah. No, you won't. No, you won't. I've got a spot for that in the okay. office. But maybe she can send another one. Uh, but you said, we've been listening to your show since uh, the Y100 days. I'm so glad uh, you found a really good home on MMR. I listen uh, live and podcast anything I've missed. I'm so excited that I can now watch you live on YouTube, which, by the way, we're having trouble with this morning. Oh, yeah. man. So the stream is not working, unfortunately. I uh, said, I can't bear the thought of missing any of the shows, so I bought a portable radio so that I can even listen to you guys in the garage <laughs> when I'm out there on a smoke break. Uh, you guys are my coworkers and my besties. Uh, always a big fan and loyal fan. Happy birthday, Ann Gorski. Uh, that is from <laughs> Samantha Burston, who is in Pottstown, South Coventry, PA, Chesco. That's pretty cool. So thank you. That's a really yeah. cool little, yeah, thank you, Samantha, <laughs> to you and uh, your hubby. Uh, for creating that for us, this is a gentle encouragement for anyone who has booze to give you, right? Uh, not, you know, I'm yeah. not gonna, I'm not gonna force anybody. Uh, what did uh, Punky call it? A gentle reminder. A gentle reminder. <laughs> yeah, that's it. So, but I thought it was cool that they went to the trouble to make sure this came out at 93.3. There it is. Yeah, that's so cool. There it is. So I appreciate that. All right, our next guest is here. Obviously, big moves in the way. Big anticipated moves in the Sixers have happened, and uh, we wanted to get somebody who could speak on a little more authority than us in that. So we've got the Sixers guy. Yeah. This is his deal. The fanatic. You can hear him every night, 6 to 10 p.m. Devon Givens yeah. is here. Hey. This hey. Hey. Good morning. How, how you doing, Devon? Oh, thank you. Thank you for having me. Thanks Appreciate for getting it. up early and coming into work, I, I get man. to hang with some Hall of Famers and a couple <laughs> yeah. of friends down here. I'm, I'll get up this early. Nice. Yeah. We were just, uh, you and Nick were talking. You've been with the station. You've been over here for yeah, I've 14 been 14 years somehow, some way, interning, producing, and then hosting. Yeah, we used to do weekend gigs together years and years ago, and uh, and I'm really excited to have you on today because uh, of how exciting yesterday was, and Casey and I were talking about it before, too. Like, I can't remember uh, a a news story this big happening sports world-wise in Philly in a long time. I mean, you know, obviously the Phils went in the World Series, the Eagles went in the Super Bowl, but like a a, a deal, a trade, something like this is pretty fascinating. And and so, and and for you guys, you have a lot to talk about in in, a positive way. Yeah, and I would think it would go back to the Eagles when they required Terrell Owens. That would probably be as big as as this one. And of course... It's a marquee name, man. Exactly, and that's how big it is. That's how huge it has been for this one. Well, yeah, and and so unlike that time with uh, Terrell... um, Social media and and you know the immediacy exactly. of of the news and 
all that sort of stuff is is a, is a lot different. And so, you know, I, I was tuned in to you guys, you know, for a couple of days listening, just just waiting for this breaking news. I figured if, if the news was going to break, you guys were going to get it first. And it was just weird to hear, you know, people putting percentages on it saying, I think it's, you know, I think it's like a 60-40 chance that we get it. Or it's, you know, it's a, you know, I don't think, it, you know, and, and right. Woj was saying, no, it's not going to happen. No one's talking. No one's exactly. talking. And that's like, I think maybe the the most trusted name in, you know, as far as basketball rumors are concerned. And then all of a sudden yesterday, when I, you know, I woke up, like his song changed. Yeah, and I so, got excited. So, so there was some infighting with ESPN. Well, Brian Windhorst said, yes, it was. they were talking. Things might happen. Then Adrian Wojnarowski comes behind and says, no, nothing's happening in that talking. And then all of a sudden, the next day, of course, it's the deadline day. Things get escalated a little bit more and accelerated. And here we are. And at one thirty, it drops. They have some trades going on around a little bit more around the league, some big names as well, but not as big as James Harden. And we've been talking about this for a while really started to ramp up about a week and a half ago where we were talking Damian Lillard and Bradley Beal possibilities, but the James Harden part, it just really it really ma- makes them complete right now for being in a position where they are a legit championship contender. Mm-hmm. You, they're in the conversation. No, they still have some things to do, tweak maybe here and there, and that's where the buyout period comes in. But right now, to pair Joel Embiid with James Harden, yeah. they have a real shot. And, I mean, listen, look, he's been on fire. You know, the, the play's been amazing. It's yeah. just such a weird thing to have this kind of... Um, I'm trying to think in, in, in sports in general... The, what I would call the ero- the Ben Simmons erosion thing that just it was kind of just like like an right. annoying canker sore that it just was. wouldn't go away. It was, and he did this to himself, and that's the one thing where we talk a lot about how this played out. The Sixers are not all the way clean and everything, but the, Ben Simmons did this, yeah. and from June twentieth, Father's Day, we all remember it, Game <laughs> Seven and everything that happened, the the the, the play that didn't happen, and right. gave up the. The, the layup or the dunk. And a- after that, you know, for me, I was a big Ben Simmons supporter. I would argue we all were. tooth and nail about Ben Simmons. And he lost my trust. Yeah. And I didn't know how, how I would get that back with him if he returned. Of course, you get on the floor and you see where things happen. And ultimately, he, he dunks or maybe knocks down a three-pointer, which we hadn't seen much of that. And you get it back. Yeah. But then things just started to happen again. As you said, it started eroding where yeah. Rich Paul and the Sixers are meeting, and he's not happy. Now he's not talking. You hear reports that they've reached out. He's not talking, not responding to them. And then we get back where he's supposed to be here in September for his job, and he's not here. So then what? <laughs> now what? Are you, are you really going to come back now and, and do something here with this team? Yeah. And then the fan base is involved. And all of you, of course, as Sixer fans, are, are in this whole thing. And, and it just started to go away, and, and he just kept being this guy that's been given everything that he's wanted all these years. He's finally challenged. He's finally told no, and this is how he handled it. He uh-huh. takes his ball, and he goes home, and he says, I'm not playing. <laughs> doesn't, doesn't bode well for a career. I mean, listen, he, he can play, certainly. I but but I think these things will come back to haunt and dismantle him in the future. It has to. Yeah, yeah, because now the questions around the league, you've put this out there with the questions around the league where people may look at you a little differently based on how things have played out, for sure. Right. So it's a confluence of all of that, right? Like, the, the getting rid of Ben Simmons, uh, bringing in James Harden. I mean, I, you know, I the Phillies signed Bryce Harper a few years ago, but he was an available guy that the Phillies could go out and get. And so yes. obviously that was huge news. But to get rid of Har- uh, Simmons and bring in James Harden in one fell swoop is pretty remarkable. I love the fact that every good story needs a really good villain, right? And so we're sending this guy who's become a villain in Philly 
to a division rival. Nick, the most hated Philadelphian, <laughs> arguably, yeah. in a long but time. We're not shipping him to Sacramento. No. He's going right up the road. He's an hour and a half yeah. away. And, and we play Brooklyn, what, five, six times a year, you right? You play four times a year. Okay. Two, two, two there, two here. Right. And so... <laughs> In, in theory, Sixers fans are going to get to see the guy. Well, the first chance is March 10th. Yeah. And by the way, <laughs> so as a season ticket holder, I'm looking. Dude, prices doubled immediately. I for those tickets. That, right? And now, that. like, you know, 200 level, you're looking at, like, 300 bucks for a ticket for, for he, 200 level tickets. Yeah. He won't come, right? Uh, I don't, I, many people, Kathy, I, I don't know. Dude, listen. And isn't it bad that we have to say, I don't know? Your job is to play. So yeah. when you play the Sixers, you have to play the Sixers. If you want to prove you to yourself. Them up and you put, yeah, exactly. And to everybody else that you are not soft, because that's what everybody here thinks, is that you're just a soft dude. You you need to come into this building and play. And by the way, yeah. I want to start a trend. I want him to have a nickname here in Philadelphia. What's that? I want, to, I want everybody to call him Frosty Simmons. <laughs> because, you know, I want to see how many Frosties he gets for us uh, Philadelphians and Sixers fans. You know, by missing uh, free throws. Yeah, we would hear that. We would hear the music being played the, from, the, from the truck, you know, and we never mention his name. But, yeah, he, he really did this to himself. And it's a shame because he was so good. And even the questions that you may have had with the, the pairing with Joel and B, how it may not have been perfect, but they were 50 winning, 50 win seasons. They got to the second round of the playoff multiple times. They were building something. And it looked as if that they had a chance in multiple years. 2018 was probably the best to me. And even last season where they were in the number one seed, but he, he flamed out, and it's unfortunate. But, hey, look, you, you have this new one with James Harden, and it's really exciting now. you have any idea if uh, James and uh, Joel know each other? Uh, I, well, it, they they get along with Meek Mills, so we can say that. <laughs> okay. Yeah, both of them. Mike, <laughs> Michael Rubin, the the uh, part owner of the Sixers, Joel is very close with Michael Rubin, and so is uh, uh, James Harden as well. So okay. yeah, I would have to think their paths have crossed in a lot of different ways. All-Star games, they played in. He, Joel's been in five. James Harden's a 10-time All-Star. Okay. They've crossed each other's paths. So listen, Devon, I don't know anything. And the respect is there. I, yeah. I don't know anything about basketball. I know very little about it, but I, I, but I had heard, so you're going to have to school me a little bit on this, uh, the, one, of the, one of the rumblings I heard was uh, uh, injury concerns for yes. Harden. What's the story on that? Well, it's more about his weight, and sometimes it can fluctuate if he's not engaged, if you will. And then <laughs> oh, really? Maybe that maybe up and down with the weight and how he handles himself in the off season, specifically where he likes to. In Houston, at least, he was. Uh, known to have his jersey retirement in, in some gentleman estab- establishments mm-hmm. because of how frequent uh, he would be. In oh, okay. Well, yeah, we, yeah, yeah, but then you also hear that he was a really, really hard worker. His, I mean, his body may not look the part, but he will get you. <laughs> he's a first. He's a You're first. Being so nice. Oh, yeah. thank you, Nick. I appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, uh, the first... Let me ask you. He's coming to a foodie city now. Uh, well, listen. And we also we... have those kind of establishments. Uh, yes, you do. Is that going to be <laughs> a liability? Yeah. So we'll see how it all plays out. But look. Yeah. He's First, he's Preston. He's a first ballot Hall of Famer, and yeah. that says yeah. a lot. He's led the league in scoring three times over thirty points, ten time All Star. How does uh, his game complement Joel's game? And, and that's the thing because he's always been known to be a one on one type of player. But you know, I fight back on that a little bit because he he will lead the league in assists, and right now he's second in the league in assists behind Chris Paul of the Suns at ten assists a game with his twenty two points with eight rebounds as well. As well, so he shares the ball. Good. He will dribble, 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 and do what he needs to do, and you're going to have a hard time staying in front of him. However, he will share the basketball. So, with Embiid being the focal point, it's his team. And I hope James yeah. Harden knows that coming right. in. This is his team. But sharing the basketball, the inside-outside game that they're going to be able to have where Embiid does his work on the low block, mid-post, mid-range, and behind the, the three-point line as well, 
James Harden being able to be around the perimeter, break down the defense, get into the, the painted area, and also make things a little easier on Embiid, too, where he doesn't have to work as hard to get things done the way that he has. True, yeah. You yeah. Steve, you've yeah. seen it, where he works so hard to get a lot of his baskets, mm. and you, I have to commend him because the way he's been able to hold up this season, obviously he wants that MVP, but it's all working out. They're two and a half games out of first place, and I think they will complement each other better than Preston, people believe that it, okay. it, yeah. then it wouldn't. So what, um, what sort of pressure does this take off of uh, Tyrese and, and Tobias and some of the other role players? I'll start team? with Tobias. I, I've always been hard on Tobias because, <laughs> I, you know, I think, I think he has three moves and I know those three moves and <laughs> his points are non-impactful sometimes and it drives me nuts. But <laughs> in a third option, which he was supposed to be, I think it works out perfectly for him. Take some of the pressure off. Get some easy buckets. James Harden with those 10 assists. He will find him and allow him to work again less. And uh, w- the one good thing about Ben Simmons with Tobias Harris, they work well off of each other. Simmons' uh, shot creation, getting to that lane and, and collapsing the defense, right. finding Tobias Harris, that one-on-one, uh, a, less, a lesser defender is now on Tobias Harris, too, where he's not getting that top wing defender for him to work as hard. I think it works for him. And the Tyrese Maxey part, I'm intrigued to see how it plays because, again, a lesser defender on him, now, he gets the ball. He gets to go downhill, operate how he does with his speed. He has some young legs. He's not afraid, and I think he'll benefit from it as well. So we're in the middle of February. You know, we basically the second half of the season still in front of us. Uh, the Sixers are a better team today than they were two days ago. Yes. Or do you think that they are the team to beat in the East? I still give it to Milwaukee. Uh, the Milwaukee Bucks, defending champs, they are still very, very good. They added Serge Ibaka in the trade deadline as well. That was strictly for Joel Embiid in the playoffs if they see them. Mm-hmm. So they added a big body there. Uh, championship pedigree, so I respect them. So I still give them that when they're number two right now in the standings. They lost to the Suns last night, so may they, they may have dropped down. I haven't seen it. But the Sixers are probably top three with the Brooklyn Nets. And I would mix Miami in there as well, just to be fair. So... Four, but maybe top three for me with the Sixers. But this really does give them a better shot than where they were, Mm. as you said, yesterday before 3 o'clock. All right, so Mm. if you're Doc Rivers, who's your starting five? I'm going with Embiid, Harris, Theibel, which Mm. I know people have have Danny Green in the starting lineup for shooting, and I get it. But I keep Maxie with Harden in the backcourt. I like the Theibel aspect because of the defense. And while his three-point shooting is not where we want it to be, again, James Harden is going to make the game a lot easier for people and I think he will help Thibault out picking up those little points, Steve. Right. Where he may not get them from behind the three-point line, but he'll get them on lobs, which we don't see a lot from Sixers. The Sixers in <laughs> these last couple of years, he'll get those. Well, I was thinking, because I was reading an article in the Inquirer this morning, and, and they were talking about um, uh, that this is put more of a of a weight now on Doc Rivers. Sure. Because it, he, he was kind of bound in ways before, and now this is like, okay, now we're looking at you. And do you agree with that? I do agree with that because you have to make this work. You have to make this work. You have to make sure that James Harden is comfortable with Embiid and Embiid is comfortable with James Harden. And how do you fit everyone else in? Right. How do your substitutions now go off the bench? Maybe we won't see those wave of five men off the bench anymore where you can stagger the minutes of James Harden and Joel Embiid. You can stagger Tyrese's minutes with James Harden where you have one or two of those guys on the floor at all times. And he is the one. That's a championship coach. We give you this star player. Now make it work. And the yeah. pressure's going to be on you now. God, man, it's to be so easy to fall. Right. You know, the pressure's just in, yeah. inordinately huge. 
Uh, if you're just tuning in, uh, Devon Givens is here from uh, 97.5 The Fanatic, our, our sister station. All right, question from a neophyte again here. So, come in, on, you know in, better. <laughs> in hockey, in hockey, uh, you get you can wear one jersey one day, next day New Jersey on the ice that day. Yes, the next day playing a game. Same thing in basketball. Well, or do um, they take a little time to 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 gel, or does it, is it just like? You get traded, you start playing right away. No, I think he'll... So he hasn't played for, uh, like, I think, the last four games for the Brooklyn Nets. Okay. So they'll probably try to ramp him back up, get him into game shape. Not that he's out of shape, but just he hasn't been on the floor. And now he's coming into a new situation right. where he has to uh, adapt to where he is, understand the playbook a little bit, and they have a back-to-back situation tonight, both at home, Thunder and Cleveland tonight and tomorrow at the center. So I think they'll... I think he'll be off tonight. Mm-hmm. If anything, I would say as early as tomorrow, but no later than Tuesday against the Boston Celtics also here. Cool. Uh, the Sixers traded a couple other players yesterday, too, and, and Seth Curry and uh, Andre Drummond. It wasn't just Ben Simmons. And so I saw an interesting angle on it yesterday that Seth and Andre um, were teammates, ostensibly, with uh, Ben Simmons this season. Yes. Uh, oh, but Ben didn't gonna... play at all. And now they're <laughs> being all traded to the same team in Brooklyn, and they have to kind of pretend like, Nothing happened with Ben over the last six months, right? Because yeah. they got to play with him again. The interesting, Seth, of course, was here a season ago, so he's played with him. Right. Andre Drummond did not. So he doesn't know him as a teammate, right? So he'll he'll be meeting him for the first time with the Brooklyn Nets to play with him there, even though they played against one another. So it will be a different little wrinkle, yeah. Nick, about how this one how this one also goes to, to see, oh, are we just going to ignore this? Are we not... I don't know that he wants to have that uncomfortable conversation. I don't know how he ignores that uncomfortable conversation, Steve, right? Because it's, a, it's a bizarre dynamic. It is. And it's, it's it, you know, listen, I, I don't know how they make entertainers. Ultimately, as you said earlier, what are they going to do on, on the court? They, you know, that's all that matters. That, that decides it all. Uh, we have to ask you about uh, Super Bowl Sunday. Yes. All right. And so yes. uh, oh, how, how do you think this breaks? I, I, so, of course, Eagles. We all are. <laughs> but all season long when we do these shows and you watch the, you watch the league uh, 17 weeks and I just kind of fell in love with the Cincinnati Bengals. I like Joe Burrow at LSU. Liked him, of course, before he was injured with the Cincinnati Bengals. They go get Jamar Chase. Their offense is fantastic. I'm jealous. Mm. It's not here. It's like I want one of those right yeah. to the Eagles. <laughs> and and each week you look at them and you say, I can't break up with this team, even when you're trying to predict what's happening in the playoffs. And I thought they would lose to Kansas City, and they should have lost to Kansas City, but Kansas City flamed out in the second half. And, again, here we are, and while everything tells me the Rams are going to beat them and it's going to be a close game, Again, I can't break up with the Cincinnati Bengals, and I'm kind of, I'm kind of leaning with my heart there, and just saying mm-hmm. I, I want to see the Bengals win. But I, I think a lot of people, yeah, feel it's, that it's about it. You story. were saying that. Yeah, well, right. you know, the Bengals win. You agree? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and here's the deal: that for, for me, I'm actually okay with either team it, winning. I, I agree with you because 100%. of Matthew Stafford and what he had to put up with in Detroit. Yeah, I want to see him be able to win a championship because he is a he's a great quarterback, and he was just in a lousy situation for a lot of years, and he was just carrying this that team on his shoulders. And so I want to see him be able to, to, to hoist that trophy above his head. But he's one person. I'm rooting for the entire city of Cincinnati at this point. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, well, so. yeah, because, of course, it's just hanging over them for so many years and, and, and all that. Yeah, I would, and we commiserate. I, yeah, <laughs> we, right. I, I wouldn't mind either team winning. I'm fine with, with both. I, I like players on both sides. 
I'm not one who says, oh, boy, wonders, Sean McVay gets all the love, but what about Doug Peterson? He's a good coach. Mm-hmm. He's, this is the second year he's been there, what, two years, two Super Bowls and four years appearances? I, I like both, and I, I don't mind either, but I am. I would like to see Cincinnati the most, but if the Rams win, I'm not upset. You haven't been to their stadium yet, have you, the L.A. stadium? No, I have not. It looks gorgeous. What's the uh, best stadium you've been to, like um, any sport? Uh, well, wow, okay, well, the New York... The Garden is the Garden. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I've been to Barclays. It's okay. I think it's a little overrated, Barclays, for basketball. Yeah. And uh, recently, I was in Phoenix last year for the first time seeing that's, that arena. is pretty good. The stadium is pretty nice. So I would say Dodger Stadium always stands up for me, the, the top classic. one that I've been to. Okay. Uh, re- most recently, I would say Phoenix and uh, Talking Stick Arena, yeah. Mm. Hey, for somebody who, who handles sports for a living, um, for a Super Bowl, for this event, do you... You sit down at home alone, watch it that way so you can be focused. You go to a party. What do you like to do? How do you um, like to I'm pretty low-key with it. Okay. Uh, I stick with um, my, my friends that I've always watched it with, so mm-hmm. maybe about four of us, and we just chill out. And I don't go out. We just stick in. And stick in the house, and, and that's it. And what's when, the food of preference? Uh, wings, pizzas, cheesesteaks. Standard stuff. Yeah, yeah standard yeah, yeah. stuff. Steve, yep. what, you, you got to tell them what you want, but the buffalo. Oh, a buffalo chicken dip, right? No. No. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a picky eater, so certain things like that, now nah, I'm out on yeah. that. See, you get, uh, if it, if it's dangerous. It to you, though. Yeah, yeah, you got it. No, no I, 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 chicken, which I, and I'll, yeah. I'll eat, like, the, the chicken, um, it seems to be the go-to for me. Absolutely. You know, like a turkey fried chicken or something. Just, just. Uh, but I, I think I'm going to change it up this year. Yeah. So, you know, but you're, you're going with you're going with classics. Yeah, I'm so going with the classics. There's no way to argue. Yeah, I don't, I don't really venture off into much. That? that stuff is dangerous for me. I just, I, I like what I like. I stay in my lane and I'm good. <laughs> you're going to change up and have some muskrat this year? I have some muskrat. Yeah. 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 Let oh, me know how tr- it goes. Gerbil tr- 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 kebabs are great. <laughs> <laughs> we got chickies and pizza here if you want some oh, wings. There you go. I'm walking down the hall and I smell it. By the way, they're raving about told me to go ahead and get some. Yeah, yeah, they're raving about their wings, like yeah. like uh, top oh, level. Good. Yeah, I will check them out. Thank Excellent. you. Yeah. Well, listen, man, thanks for the insight. We appreciate yeah, it. Thank you for we having There's me. a lot going on right now. Oh, it's a blast. And everybody's excited about it. So yeah. you'll be on tonight talking about it at length. <laughs> uh, that'll be from 6 to 10 p.m. 6 o'clock I'll start, then we'll lead into the Sixers. Sixers game, I'll come on afterwards, go in the post, get the reaction from everybody, but I doubt we see James Harden tonight. All okay. right. All right. I, I think you're probably right. Yeah. All right. Thanks, man. Thank we you, everybody. Appreciate it. Here for from the fanatic right down the hall. And I tell you what, let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll talk about some other stuff before the B-Files. Is that cool? All right, all right, all right. In the interest of time. Uh, but I want to give away a $50 gift certificate from our friends at Chickies and Pete's who are here because Casey is doing an appearance today. One to three. Comar Beverage on Route 309. You can come by and sample the brand new Zero Carb Bud Light next. Bud Light is sponsoring this whole thing. And you can also enjoy crab fries from Chickies and Pete's. Uh, they will have their express food truck there. So and you can enter to win a four-pack of Flyers tickets and other cool prizes from MMR. Marshall Casey will be there today from 1 to 3. Let's take caller number 12 at 215-263-WMMR, and we'll give you that gift card. We're going to take a break. Be back in just a second. Stay put. What's new? Why have you asked? Dirty Honey. Eddie Vedder. Full Beat. New music, more of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR. Real quick, if you don't mind, uh, I have a, a shout out, but before that, I have um, I have an email a guy wrote to me, and I, I don't think I've ever done anything quite like this on the air before, but they had asked for our assistance. I looked it up. It's a legit news story. Just make sure this you know wasn't somebody 
doing something different. But anyhow, it says, hey, Preston, you don't know me. My name is Jason. I need help finding my sister. Uh, could you please ask Kathy to cover it, uh, a missing news person on the news segment or something like that sometime? Uh, there's a link to my sister. Her name is Cassandra Stinger. Um, and I just need to know if she's alive or dead. So I pulled up the news story. Wow. And uh, sure enough, yeah, this uh, she's been missing. So uh, out of Percocy, it says police in Bucks County are asking for the public's help in searching for a missing woman, Cassandra Marie Stinger. Last contacted by her, last contacted her family by phone in August of 2020. Oh my God, she's been missing for a while. Yeah, she lived in Percocy and Sellersville and may have moved to the Philadelphia area. So police are asking for anyone that has information uh, to contact the Percocy Police Department. Uh, so I want to just pass that along. Yeah, uh, that is a uh, Jason who wrote in. So uh, yeah, and, and if you do a quick search on her name. You can get a photograph and take a look, and it may be somebody you know. I don't know. Cassandra Stinger is her name, so I just wanted to pass that along. Sure, yeah. All right, and then uh, I got this uh, shard out I wanted to uh, get out as well that says, uh, Hey, guys, I am a devoted listener. Uh, you all make my morning drive to work bearable, and I know it can't be done by tomorrow, February 11th, but we're doing yeah, it. Yeah, guess, oh, guess what? But honestly, I think you'll get a great kick out of it whenever you can make this happen. I'd love for you to give a shout-out to my son-in-law, Michael Potts. He's an even more devoted fan, longtime listener. President, of, President Steve is one of the many things that we've bonded over. So here you go. That classic in-law. Absolutely. Gone. That no no struggle at all. They have bonded over our show. If you want to get closer to your in-laws, suggest they listen to our show. I agree. She says, when I go see my daughter, uh, Michael, and my beautiful granddaughters, we will talk and joke about the show. And I've purchased a couple of items over the last couple of years from the rock shop for him as gifts. How about that? There you go. Michael's birthday is Saturday, February 12th, and I couldn't ask for a better son-in-law. He fits right in with our family, and I am thankful thankful to him. Thankful. I am thankful to him for loving my daughter. That's great. Being such a wonderful husband to Kristen and a fun-loving dad to Nora and Eva. Happy birthday, Michael. The Tegan family loves you. Thanks so much. Love you guys. And that's from Regina. How about that? Yeah. That's super sweet. It was a short, right? Yeah, it was a short. So uh, that was really nice. We are light givers, really, yeah. in, yeah. in so many ways. Light givers? Yeah, that, yeah, we, can, like that. that we can be. Uh, no, that's, that's so cool. It's weird when I hear things, but in a good way. Like, uh, the, you know, going to, driving to school with the, you know, the kids yep. or whatever. Mm-hmm. And across that vast age gap, what brings them together mm-hmm. are stupid stuff. Our stupid program. Oh, and in-laws. I mean, yeah. that's, that's usually not the best. Usually. Exactly. That's why I thought it was such a such a beautiful thing. Usually yeah. you have to do that by sleeping with them, right? We have heard we, of that happening It happens. Before, we just so, heard the calls yeah. about that. Yeah, yeah we did. We'll sleep with her sister. It's yeah. so weird. But what about the mom? <laughs> no. No. No one. No. No one in the immediate family can't sleep with her sister. Since when did that okay. not become a thing? God. Stepsister? No, okay. it's her sister. They grew up together. There are lots of They're... short films where people have sex with their stepsister. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And stepdaughter or stepson. In fact, they're preferred. It's amazing that dad always seems to marry a 19-year-old mm-hmm. who becomes your mother. <laughs> yep, yep, exactly. Uh, all right, I guess we should probably get to the bizarre yes. file now. So here we go. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre File. Brought to you this morning by King Shooters and King of Prussia. The indoor range is now open on Sundays from noon to 6 p.m. And they are a full-service gun store, buy, sell, trade, all sorts of accessories. In addition to an indoor range with classes and training. It's King Shooters. All right, here's another one, another story. 
The Carroll Community School District is denying rumors that they are providing litter boxes in their school bathrooms. Okay. This is another one. The superintendent, Casey Berlau, sent a letter to students and parents Monday. He writes, the rumor is that our schools have litter boxes in the restrooms to accommodate individuals who are self-identifying as animals. This is simply and emphatically not true. Mary Jane Cobb, the director of the Iowa State Education Association, claims that the rumor started in Michigan when a parent spoke out at a school board. God, I wish it was acceptable for humans to crap in litter boxes. Oh, my God. I have 13 of them. Uh, since then, uh, multiple high schools in the country have been targeted by similar rumors, all of which are false. Uh, the ICEA says that the rumor is an attempt to mock LGBTQ restroom equality and students' mental health. Uh, it's absurd, they said, and, and mean-spirited, and it absolutely is not the focus that we should be having right now. An SUV slid into the Rouge River on Monday night in Michigan after a man who was driving along the bank exited his vehicle to relieve himself. The fire department responded to the scene, and the uh, they, they stated in a news release, uh, this is what they said, and this is how they worded it. There was a fella that decided to drive his vehicle along the banks, he had a moment where he exited the vehicle as Mother Nature was calling, and while the man was outside the vehicle, he watched it slide into the river and couldn't stop it. The dude's taking a leak, and his car is sliding on the ice into the river. He was not injured. However, his vehicle was completely submerged. Local fire, de- fire, fire departments were working to remove it from the water. Uh, police said, please don't drive on the banks of the Rouge River. Uh, okay, I love this story, too. Uh, it's a question as to whether animals might be turned on by the same things that human are. Of course they are. The Tretham Monkey Forest in Stafford, England, hired a Marvin Gaye impersonator to sing Let's Get It On <laughs> and Sexual Healing, among other songs, inside of their Barbary yeah. macaque habitat. The park director, Matt Levat, says... We thought it would be a creative way to encourage our females to show a little affection to males that might not have been so lucky in love. Uh, females in season mate with several males, so paternity among our furry residents is never known. Each birth is vital to the species, with a Barbary macaques being classified as endangered. Imagine you're like trying to convince your wife you've got a career, and you come home with the... You're proud. I got my booking today. Uh, where? Mar- you're Marvin Gaye impersonator. I'm in the, I'm in the monkey forest. <laughs> Sweetheart, it isn't working. Dude, I've been doing a dive on Marvin Gaye lately. Yeah, oh, it's great, yeah. Oh. Some of the greatest music ever, ever. It's been so He played wonderful. to a, a stadium full of gibbons one time, <laughs> and, and it, was, it was so impressive. Oh, my God, that was two snorts in a row. <laughs> yeah, the gibbons got me. So he added that the zookeepers expected to find out if the uh, visit had any effect on the monkeys. When the birthing season arrives in late spring or early summer, they will know. I just want to see a stadium full of gibbons. A Florida man told police that he stole a car early Sunday morning after leaving a bar, planned to use the vehicle to search for his own vehicle. Instead, he got the stolen car stuck on a nearby railroad tracks in the path of an oncoming train, Uh-oh. causing the stolen vehicle to be catapulted into the air and into a nearby home when it was struck. Uh, 38-year-old Bradford Weitzel told police that he was able to free himself from the vehicle as it was flung into the house and amazingly escaped without injury. 
No one in the home was harmed. After that crash, Weitzel tried to steal a forklift from a nearby fruit stand. This which night he also vandalized. <laughs> this is the worst night ever. Uh, he was arrested after flagging down responding deputies to let them know that he was still looking for his car. Mm-hmm. He faces charges of grand, excuse me, grand theft, criminal mischief, and additional charges are expected. And he bought some counterfeit Marvin Gaye tickets from a monkey. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Uh, in North Carolina, a man says that he was attacked by a woman holding a machete. The man said that he was at a red light. It's the bizarre file weapon of choice. A woman got out of her car next to him, started yelling at him and saying, I need you to fix this problem. She said, fix my car, fix the problem. And I told her, I have no idea what your problem is. And the man said the woman started banging on the passenger side of the door to get the man's attention and yelling. Uh, the woman then stopped, and then the man said he thought the ordeal was over. A few moments later, she came back with a machete. She pulled the knife, he said, and I didn't know what to do. Uh, do I get out? She banged the first time, the second time, and I was like, okay, the window didn't break. And the woman hit on the car's window a few more times, the man said, before the window finally shattered. Uh, so he said, I think so, you always stay in the vehicle when someone's outside swinging a machete. I think it's probably uh, a good you idea. could even drive away. Uh, so when the win- but I think they they might have been in traffic. I'm not sure. So when the window broke, she threw the knife inside the car and started wailing it around. He said, and in that moment, I just leaned to the passenger door, trying to decide if I'm going to exit out of the door or not. I don't think he could drive away. Oh my God, I'm in love. Uh, the man said that his car's windows were shattered and parts of his car was slashed with a knife. The woman got back into her car and left before police arrived. The man said he wasn't able to get a good look at the woman or make uh, or the make and model of the car that she was in. So anyone with information on the incident is asked to call the Raleigh Police Department. Listen, I, I went a little crazy there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I want to apologize. I, I didn't even know if you were a mechanic or not. All right, and we'll do one last story. Uh, some people love their pets to a degree that some would argue is embarrassing. 46-year-old Sheila Auden from Arizona says that she's addicted to spoiling her two dogs, Sammy and Maddie, and that the animals have their own walk-in closet filled with sweaters, dresses, and accessories. Uh-huh. And she says that she's bought the part Yorkies at least 600 items of clothing and wouldn't dream of letting them wear the same thing twice. I'm sure they love it. She admits in total she has spent over $19,000 on items for her dogs, including multiple strollers and carriers for different occasions. She has that she uh, funds their wardrobe through profits from her Etsy shop, where she sells handmade clothing for dogs. So now, you I have, have two a, Yorkies. You have closets for them? No, but uh, we did try to put little hats on them for uh, <laughs> no. uh, for Halloween. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, not even. It's close. like trying to put a hat on a jackhammer. Yeah. All right, and there you go. That's what I have in the bizarre file for you this morning. Reminder: Casey's got an appearance today from one hey. to three. Our friends from Bud Light Next are here today, and Casey's going to be at Colmar Beverage on Route 309. Chickies and Pete's is going to have their express food truck there, and you can get entered to win a four-pack of Flyers tickets and other cool prizes from WMMR, so don't forget to join awesome. him today from one, two, three. It's, uh, and by the way, it's it's uh, carb-free, uh, this new beer next. Every, everyone's digging it. From Bed Light. We'll be back in a moment. Stay there. Love MMR? Buy some gear. Check out The Rock Shop at WMMR.com. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant 
Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high quality, round brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Our Word of the Week prize will be given away today, so hopefully you have uh, kept track of the letters because you'll have a word in just a little while, and we will give that away. Hey, we have a new Daily Rush video that is piping hot right out of the oven, and it's uh, Kathy's menstrual cup segment. Oh, oh goody. And it says, yeah, a cup. Uh, Kathy is going to give it a shot, and the guys have lots of questions. Uh, it's sponsored by Xfinity's Gig Speed Internet. You can learn more at Xfinity.com. I've been actually seeing more about menstrual, menstrual cups. Well, yeah, yeah now lately. that we talked yeah. about it, and since Alexa and Google and our phones listen to us, it's like <laughs> everywhere. Well, no, like Rochelle had showed me something that a guy was, uh, he, you know, he was going through his wife's beauty products or, or feminine products, and he had this thing out, and he was trying to figure out what it was, and uh, and we had just been talking about it. Like, I thought these things were... You know, 1950s uh, right. type of thing. I, I didn't know. Like was, leeches. I didn't know, yeah, I, yeah. I didn't know that it was still, no, uh, you know, as that. prevalent as it is today. How's that going, by the way? Uh, not yet. Not yet? Yeah. <laughs> no. Okay. Uh-uh. Well, can you, can you come in pantsless when it starts up? <laughs> oh, dear God. We just want to see. I had a couple of people, they were like, what? Why did you share that? <laughs> when uh, when do you think that? When when are you targeted? Oh come on! <laughs> well, I Would just, you want? I don't know. Open up your uh, my period chart on me. <laughs> I don't have. I'm well, sorry. Just, he just wants you. to set a Siri reminder. Um, mm-hmm. Can we follow each other on my? Kathy is having her period. <laughs> my period chart. There should be a whole social You're network. There, yeah, no. That's around menstrual. Kathy is having her period. Menstruating. Kathy has three days left on her period. Yeah. Um, maybe like two weeks. I think. Okay. Right. Around. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, 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 I am not even joking. I'm curious right, as to I will let you know. how you, uh, you know, how you feel about the whole Here's thing. The you thing, though, you stated a very good case for it when you, it, it yeah. seemed like something abs- abs- or weird or like antiquated, as Preston was saying, and everything you said about it made me go, huh, that makes sense. Yeah, I'm just, I am a little nervous. Like, I don't know if I would, if I would wear it here, because what if something happens? I understand. Yeah. And I gotta It'd go. hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> You gotta do it. You know who'd be understanding of all of that? It'd be yeah. Bill. Yeah. Oh my Were you God. having soup in the studio? <laughs> I see tomato soup all over the floor. Oh my God. Maybe it's been a stroke. <laughs> oh my God! All right, <clears throat> let's. Um, uh, we're gonna do today's lesson question. That's okay. it. What was the other part of your you pick too? We're... <laughs> Clearly, you got the soup. <laughs> uh, we're going to give away a pair of tickets to see Steel Panther. They could probably write a song about yes. this whole thing. Uh, Saturday, April 30th at the Sound Waves at Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Atlantic City. So the question I think I'm going to go with today is, how does the staff greet you when when you walk? Oh, okay. I'm, I'm, okay. All right, why not? How does the staff greet you when you walk into Butthole's Restaurant? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Two one five two six three WMMR. How does the staff greet you when you walk into Butthole's restaurant? Call now if you know the answer. We'll do the trash while you do it. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR. 
with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Brought to you by Family and Company Jewelers. And if you're ring shopping this Valentine's Day, visit Family and Company Jewelers on Route 70 in Marlton, New Jersey. Online at FamilyJewelers.com. South Jersey's Diamond Destination. What's up this morning, Steve? Well, Floyd Mayweather posted a video of him handing out $100 bills to kids selling candy bars outside of the Lakers game on Tuesday night. Mayweather then treated all the kids to an ice cream party at the Seventh Vale. (laughs) Kanye West is demanding that Billie Eilish apologize to Travis Scott for a veiled diss she made in concert, saying she takes care of her audience members. Eilish responded, saying, I'm going to let you finish. But first, blow it out your ass. <laughs> My God. And finally, Ashley Graham and her husband, Justin Irvin, took to Instagram yesterday to reveal the names of their newly born twin baby boys. Graham and Irvin decided to go with the non-traditional, non-Hollywood names of Smelt and Head Cheese. <laughs> and that's your Hollywood track. <laughs> All right, we go to the phones, try to get an answer to this. How does the staff greet you when you walk into Butthole's <laughs> Restaurant? 215-263-WMMR. It is Brian that's going to tell us. Hey, Brian, good morning. Hey, Gadzooks, guys. Gadzooks, buddy. All right, so give it to us. How does the staff greet you when you walk into Butthole's Restaurant? Butthole! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> well played, Brian. Hang on. Got yourself a pair of tickets to see Steel Panther Saturday, April 30th at Sound Waves at Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Atlantic City. Uh, tickets go on sale this Friday at, uh, or today at 10 a.m. via Ticketmaster. You can click concerts at WMMR.com for complete details. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Zappa, zappa cool, man. Brought to you by Penn Distributors. You can join Casey at Colmar Beverage, formerly known as Beer Stop Beverage on Route 309 this Friday from 1 to 3 uh, for the Zero Carb Bud Light Next Launch. And you could win a four-pack of Flyers tickets while you're there. Visit WMMR.com to get the details. Eddie Vedder has released the trailer for an exclusive, intimate conversation between himself and Bruce Springsteen. Presented by Amazon Music. The special will debut on Amazon Live today, by the way, starting at 2 p.m. And will be available exclusively for 48 hours. So what do you like to eat? (laughs) I like cupcakes. Yeah, they're good. I watched it yesterday, Steve, and thank you for being in my head the whole time because all I heard was you going back and forth as Ed and as Bruce. It's it's so funny to hear those guys and their speaking voices yeah. and knowing you and uh, and hearing your impressions because they're well, spot on. You're also dealing with two people who are very thoughtful when they respond. Yeah, right. Yeah. So I imagine not seeing it that there's a lot of uh, contemplation going on. They uh, they did it at a buttholes restaurant. By <laughs> no the way. way. Yeah, oh, they they wow. well they had. <laughs> Yeah, nobody was... Did that guy just call me a butthole? <laughs> uh, so, anyhow, uh, the interview will be made available on Vetter's YouTube page uh, beginning on Sunday. Uh, Eddie Vetter, together in conversation with Bruce Springsteen, was filmed on Springsteen's, Springsteen's farm in New Jersey. And together, uh, the two break down Vetter's new album, Earthling, from production and appearances by Stevie Wonder, Ringo Starr, Elton John, and Andrew Watt to Vetter's songwriting. Earthling is, of course, Eddie's first album since 2011's Ukulele Songs <laughs> and his first solo tour in over a decade. And uh, Earthlings is available today, officially, so you can get that. It should be pretty cool. Uh, Sting, how about this? Latest rocker to sell his song catalog. 
uh, with Universal Music Group acquiring his entire portfolio spanning his years with the police and on his own. Although no numbers were released, industry whispers put the amount in the sale of the sale in the three hundred million dollar range. <laughs> oh man! Yeah. All right, I'm going to ask you two, two tough questions here: mm. best Sting song and mm. best Sting solo song. Best Sting song, man. I've always liked "Fortress Around My Heart." I've always dug that song. It's a, it's a between that and if you love someone, set you set them free. That band that he had at that time with Branford Marcellus and Omar Hakim, Hakim and all these other people was just exactly. Fortress is that? If I ever lose, is that a- no, no, that's a different album, I think, but different song. Because I love that song. Yeah, if yeah. I ever lose my faith yeah, in yeah, you, yeah, yeah. that's a great tune as well. Favorite police song? Yeah. Man, I can't. I was listening to the police yesterday, just just putting them on, and it was one after another, and I'm singing along to. Invisible Sun and and uh, um, uh, just every sing every single song that popped up, I was just like, man, I forgot, you know, Syn- how much I love this song. Synchronicity is it keeps popping. Oh, like uh, I, I love, love that. Album. I love that. Yeah, every song except Mother on that album is amazing. <laughs> and I even like Mother a little bit, but but it's uh, it's meant to be weird. A lot of stuff. Three hundred million. That's a good. It's a good yeah. price. Yeah. One of one of my 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 favorite song off of that album is probably Murder by Numbers. It's a great great yeah. song. Uh, Sting name check both Jordy Gerson and the chairman and CEO Universal Music Publishing Group and Sir Lucian Grange. Sir Lucian! He said, I am delighted to have Jody and the team at UMPG curate and manage my song catalog. It is absolutely essential to me that my career's body of work have a home where it is valued and respected, not only to connect with longtime fans in new ways, but also to introduce my songs to new audience, musicians, and generations. Throughout my career, I've enjoyed a long and successful relationship uh, with UMG as my <laughs> label partner under the watchful guidance of Lucian. So it Lucian. felt natural uh, to unite everything in one trusted home as I returned to the studio ready for the next chapter. How cool is it to see him pop up in uh, Only Murders in the Building? Um, I haven't gotten that far. Oh. I need to get there. I, I, I know he's in it. Yeah. He's in. He, I mean, he's he's yes, Sting. Yeah. He's a neighbor. He lives in the building, he's, right? And he's Sting. He's, he's kind of yeah. cranky. He's, yeah. not like, he's not the happiest he's neighbor. He's not into it. Yeah. Yeah, I need to go back. I I, I, I balked on that. Right. And I, I need to go back and, and do some finishing on that. Uh, although he said that um, only days ago... Uh, that he wouldn't be including any Guns N' Roses tunes in his current shows. Slash went back on his word, and he welcomed bassist Duff McKagan what? on stage for a Guns classic. Uh, he guested with Slash, Miles Kennedy, and the Conspirators at the February 9th Seattle stop at the Paramount Theater, and uh, they performed Night Train from Appetite from Destruct- Appetite for Destruction. <laughs> Appetite for Destruction. Yeah. Oh, not this Night Train. No, no, no different Night Train. Okay. Uh, Mammoth WVH has just dropped the latest single and video from its self-titled Grammy-nominated debut album. Wolfgang Van Halen spoke about the release of Epiphany, explaining Epiphany is the song that I always say best represents the core sound of Mammoth WVH. The song was easily the biggest unreleased track and has resonated most with, the, most with the fans since the album was released last June. And that's why it uh, made sense to be a single now. Uh, it is also one of the most fun to play live, and I can't wait to get back on the road and play it on the Young Guns tour. Uh, he is a bassist by nature, right? I believe that's where he started, yeah. All right, so... I don't know. Steve, is is he a good guitarist, too, or...? Uh, to, my, to my reckoning, he's getting the job done. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, you know, I think he approaches it the right way. When your dad is Eddie Van Halen, 
you know, just pick a level, and that's where you're going to be good at. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's just it's just too much. And you would ne- if he started shredding and trying to do what his dad did, right? you know, they, they excoriate him for all sorts of yeah. things that he has no control over. And he, even he himself says, you know, he, 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 he honors his dad by not trying to be his dad. All right, so on the album, is he playing all the instruments? I believe he is, instruments. yeah. He actually had to put together a band after the fact. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. To go out and tour. Yeah, and I tell you what, listen from the drum parts, he's a solid drummer, man. Yeah, Yeah, he's like all the way around. Um, This was sad news to hear. Uh, Ian McDonald, a founding member of King Crimson and Foreigner, uh, has died at the age of 75 on February 9th. I didn't see that. In his home in New York City, surrounded by his family. McDonald, who was revered in the Prague circles, contributed keyboards and woodwinds to King Crimson's debut album in the Court of the Crimson King. Man, you need to be in the right mood to listen to King Crimson. Which is considered one of the most influential albums of the genre. He was also featured on T-Rex's signature hit, uh, Get It On, Bang a Gong. And then he joined Foreigner in 1976, playing guitar, keyboard, and woodwinds. On the band's first three albums, Foreigner, Foreigner, Double Vision, and Head Games, uh, his work is featured on such iconic hits as Feel Like the First Time, Cold as Ice, Hot Blooded, Double Vision, and many others. Uh, and actually, I had Marissa uh, isolate since he played Woodwinds. I have always loved this sax part on Long, Long Way From Home, and he's the one who played it. So this is just a, a sample of it. Turn it up a little bit right when it got to this sax solo right here. That's cool, man. Yeah. Uh, so he was the his final band was a Manhattan-based band called Honey West. So 75 years old. I was sad to hear. Avenged Sevenfold drummer Brooks Wackerman updated fans on the band's next album via social media on Wednesday. He shared a picture of an orchestra writing in part, We, Avenged Sevenfold, started writing this record four years ago, and I can't believe we are 90% done. If his office door was closed, don't open it. That's how he got the name Wackerman. He said one <laughs> of the, parks in the uh, perks in the creative process is that we are able to track a 78-piece orchestra on our records. Uh, the fact that we are able to bring in incredible musicians together to enhance our art still gives me chills, and I can't wait for the world to hear this. All I can say is it's unlike anything we've ever released. Um, last year, M. Shadows had estimated the new album would be ready for release by the summer of this year. A couple more. I have a lot of music news stuff today. Um, yeah, it's good. A couple more quick it's things. Good. Uh, Kiss Dynasty collectible figurines. Will hit the market as soon as this spring, with pre-orders now available for the limited run of 3,000. Yes, I'm dressed as Alexis. The four <laughs> figures uh, available as a set of four or or separately are based on the band's colorful 1979 Dynasty Tour stage personas. Oh, I misread the memo. And sell for $159 each. That was Dynasty, the TV series. Oh, no, 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 no. no. Oh, when you said Alexis, I... I you were thinking the car? Uh, a... Lexus yeah. is what I heard. Uh, the official licensed statues. Maybe they'll do a Laverne and Shirley line. And Casey will they'll get the reference. Uh, the officially like we're on a train. licensed hey. statues. Hey. Wait a second. Hey. If it was what's happened, I'd probably. Uh, yeah, you'd probably. That'd be better. Uh, they are hand-painted, numbered, and come with a certificate of authenticity. I just picked out my Gibbons kids outfit. <laughs> Printed. <laughs> 
on the base of each collectible statue. You know what? I'm giving um, that no. outfit. Well, then I'm giving them a 10. <laughs> we going to hear him sing? Go ahead. Oh, of course we are. Come on now. Yo, Casey Bubble loves it. Come on now, everybody. Wonder, wonder what they're doing nowadays. You ever checked in on? Because they had the, um, they had the, uh, the, the singing uh, ability. They had the what's the word? Acapella. For? <laughs> yeah, acapella. Yeah. <laughs> you know I, what they're doing these days? I have no idea. Okay. I, ever since that episode, I, they just kind of fell off. Maybe they still do. When that episode, you sold your TV set. I don't know. This is not a joke. Is it the Givens kids or the Gibbons kids? No, the Givens with a V. Givens, Givens v. them a ten. Oh, yeah, yeah. You wouldn't say I'm Gibbons them a ten. It yeah. was a. It was on the Gong Show, yeah. uh, and uh, he was giving them a ten. So. A lot of talent on the Gong Show. <laughs> Uh, and, and the final story I have here in his first official show back since the coronavirus pandemic began, John Mayer interrupted his performance halfway through to check on a distressed fan. Wow, this is yeah. happening a lot. Yeah, this yeah. is the thing now. This yeah. probably happens more, but for some reason, oh, yeah. spotlight's on it right now. Uh, but at, about an hour into a show at the Hollywood Palladium on Wednesday night, the in the middle of the show, uh, in the middle this of the show. This man's rectum is distended. <laughs> oh, my God. I can see it right there. <laughs> Uh, in the middle of the hit Slow Dancing Looks like a huge radish. in a burning room, uh, Mayor cut the music when he saw an audience member who appeared to have fainted and required medical attention. He said, stop the show. Are they conscious? Uh, he called from the stage. His backup band stepped in to help, and the crowd quickly made room for medical personnel. He said, they're conscious. Give me a thumbs up that they're if they're alert. As the fan was treated and escorted out in a wheelchair, uh, Mayor and his band left the stage for about five minutes. When they returned, he announced, anyone in the crowd who's worried, I'm told that she's up and wave goodbye so she's okay and the system works and thank you very much. I wonder if uh, what you're seeing also is a reaction from the artists in general um, to the, the Travis uh, Scott right? yeah, yeah, um, I think situation so. and they're being maybe a little bit more um, observant. Yep. Possibly. Yeah, yeah. maybe keeping an Think eye about, on the people. Uh, and John Mayer is coming to town soon. I know we're running commercials for yeah, the show. Yeah. But like, you know, before he was sort of this like tween darling and then... Uh, He's revealed to everybody that, like, he's actually pretty damn good, man. He's excellent. He's yeah. an excellent guitarist. He went to Juilliard. Or, no, no, uh, not Juilliard. The, Berkeley? Um, Berkeley, thank okay. you. Yeah, I mean, like, guy's really, really talented and, uh, can you know, he's got a, a resume that uh, backs it up. And he once dated uh, Taylor Swift. You guys uh, want to Kevin's kids uh, update? Uh, yeah, we have, we have a given uh, kids update. This is from 2017. Oh, you, you, yeah, I think you have hard copy in front of you. It says, uh, we found the bubbling brown sugar kids from what is happening. Uh, the female in the group is Audrey Givens, and she is still actively performing and creating music. Wow. Recent, Let's get her on the phone. We should get, this is the type yeah. of person this is exactly the kind of person to talk we want to. Get. All right, I'm going to see if she's uh, She was actually a contestant. You want of, me, <laughs> on the BET singing competition TV show Sunday's Best, which was hosted by gospel legend Kirk Franklin. <laughs> Antonio Givens uh, is currently working his way back to health after suffering a massive stroke in oh. 2013. But this was 2017, so I don't know how he's doing now. We're doing great. Um, what? She's on Instagram. She okay. is uh, the uh, her handle is Audrey Givens Project. Singer, songwriter, actress, member of the Givens Kids. From what's happening? <laughs> I've got an email address right on there. Uh huh. Well, let's do it. Yeah, on the show on Monday. Sure. Let's get Raj, Dwayne. Let's get them all on. What's up man? with Raj? 
Uh, Raj is... Uh, he acted... Actually, Raj is Raj X. and Malcolm X. Yeah, yeah. he's very good. Yeah. He was also in... He was on a show for a while, too. Oh, wait, hang on, hang on. Um, he was in a movie... Oh, my gosh. Uh, it, it, the Funny People. Right, because oh, well, one of, one, Taylor, yeah. yeah, he was in one of the, uh, the 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 one of the characters in Funny People was on a sitcom, and uh, and it was like one of those like uh, not Yo Teach, right, or whatever. It was kind of like the Yo Teach, okay. but and I think right. Oh man. I might be wrong about that. No, right. no, he was. He was the principal on Yo Teach. Yes. <laughs> I just saw it. I, it. We pulled up his IMDb. Ernest Thomas is his name. And he's still working. How about that? Monday yeah. on the Preston and Steve show. <laughs> a powerful look back at the cast of What's Happening. <laughs> Let's, do Let's do it. Humor Let's... and triumph. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure he's got some great stories. Okay. Be a kid all your life. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Uh, that's it. We're done with music news, and we're going to take a break, and we're going to come back, and we're going to wrap up the show. Okay, so hang in there. We'll be back in just a moment with that. Whoa. Yeah. All right. Did you know you can listen to all of WMMR's podcasts as well as our live stream on your Alexa-enabled device? It's easy. Just say, Alexa, open MMR. Acme Markets is making your grocery shopping and saving easier than ever. Download the Acme app to see your all-new deals, rewards, and perks today. Use it to view the weekly ad, flip digital coupons, redeem rewards, and to shop in-store, delivery, or drive up and go. Open the Acme app, flip your deals, and then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. That weather day you've been waiting for, it's here. Finally here. And uh, so is tomorrow. I want you to, next couple days, yeah. go out to a park or if you have a fire pit, fire that thing up tonight or just get outside and spend some time and enjoy this while you can. If it, even if it's for 15, 20 minutes. You need it. You need yeah. the vitamin D, which is yeah. good for you. And just to put this in the memory bank. For the remaining cabin fever yeah. months, yeah, because they're still coming. They're they're coming back. Yeah. Uh, so today is sixty one degrees. Same thing tomorrow in sunshine, and then the high on Sunday thirty six, and the high on Monday thirty. And then I don't know what time I haven't looked up. It's not that bad actually. Uh, we we have a little bit of a dip, and then it starts to come back up again. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to jinx anything. But I could be cool with this for the remainder oh, yeah. of the winter. Oh, yeah. I'm happy with it. I would like to thank our guest, Punky Johnson. Hey. Punky is from Saturday Night Live, and she is appearing tonight at Punchline. There are two shows. She was really cool yeah. and a lot of fun. And also really cool, Devon Givens. Yes. Hey. From our sister station, 97.5 The Fanatic. We were talking about the Sixers trading Ben Simmons <laughs> and uh, acquiring uh, James Harden and the excitement in the city and... Uh, and uh, Devon's just a really cool guy. Yeah, he knows Solid. his stuff. Oh. Knows his stuff. Absolutely he speaks without hesitation and uh, very clear. And and for somebody who's an idiot like me, he made me understand it. <laughs> yeah, uh, which is which is all good. So that was nice. Uh, Pierre Robert has made it in. What's up, man? Shocking sports news. Shocking's <laughs> out. Harden's in. You doing sport, sports rock today? Oh hell yeah! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh hell yeah! I've got some great sports calls that have oh, come in. Sports calls? Yeah. You, that's the thing. You keep the phones hopping. Uh, with the, well, you know. no, I mean, I've gotten a couple of calls over the years. Pancake, can you pull one up for me? Either of those up for me? Um, the, the Put me on with the boys is the best one, I think. Um, 
Uh, Casey would have to find it. Uh, is it in the Zeta system? I don't know. Thanks. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where it is. You're looking a little, may I say you look fine. You look physically fine, but you look like you're, uh, you had a, a, a night last night, maybe. Um, I didn't. Oh, okay. No, I went to the gym. Oh. And then I, I fiddled around my house, but I'm... But my house is is so chaotic that um, <laughs> that really makes you look tired. The chaos has flowed with me. Are you trying to to declutter or fix I've got things? To take another week off to declutter soon. <laughs> okay. How is it chaotic? There's one person there. Oh my god, Kathy! <laughs> <laughs> that one person is a tornado. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right. That's the debris field. Right. He answered it, and you answered it. Yeah. Um, Bill was looking for me one day, and he said to Kevin Gunn, have you seen Pierre? And he goes, just look for the debris field. <laughs> You'll find him. Because I tend to land and then start spreading out. Right. And and, um, and then, you know, because uh, they say cluttered people need to see everything. So I tend to spread all my stuff out, and then it looks like somewhat like a debris field. All right, we have the clip. You were right. referring I to. don't know which of the two sports calls this is, but I just went to answer the regular request line one day. This might be in two different channels. Let's see how this goes. MMR, good nope. afternoon. Okay. Yo, we're going to talk about Carson Wentz and how good he is, man. Uh, excuse me? <laughs> that kid is killing it. He's MVP worthy. You think Can I so? Get in line? I, I'm, I don't know. I don't think we're putting <laughs> enough points on the board. I don't know. I'm putting enough points on the board. The kid has been killing it. You don't have to worry about points on the board. Do you think, I don't know, you think defense is holding up enough? Uh, They are. (laughs) They're holding up enough. You know, you got a 16-21 game. Yeah. You know? Yep. Eagles down. Yep. I have yet to feel that the birds are going to not come back. Yeah, but then they, they then they do. They're they do because that's what on. sports is all about. You know, you no, got to fire put back. Me on. Put but, me on with the boys, uh, and we're going to talk some <laughs> shit. Put me on with the boys. You mean the boys in blue, right? That's what you mean. Put me on with the boys. Uh, Let's show Philly Radio what we're about. That's exactly what I'm doing here on uh, MMR Sports Radio. You what, have, what the hell is this guy talking about, put me on with the boys? On, he thinks he's on a the sports they called show. the wrong station? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> good day, all right? Wait, am I on? You're yeah. on. Yeah. You have a good day, and thanks for the call. No, let's go. <laughs> let's go. Let's talk about how how great Carson Wentz has been. Exactly and my point. Year. I bought he's all his albums. Phenomenal. I love he his records, and when he covered Zeppelin that time, I've never seen anything quite like it. It was so amazing. Exactly. I got to run, but you have a good day, okay? That's what I'm talking about. That's, That's what I'm talking, talking about. about. Like Nolan Carroll. Yes, exactly. Well, Nolan think, Carroll. Think about this. I, I sing oh, Christmas carols home. every year. I know the about Nolan Carroll. Ever. And and now he is gone. Well, we're gonna get through it. We don't give up. We power on. You gotta play her. You have no idea who Nolan Carroll is. Of course I know who he is. We got rid of Nolan Carroll and he's just he sings week. Christmas carols. Listen, I got to run. You have a good day. Now peace and love and let's do some group meditation. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> oh my god. That's great. There you go. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> more of that today. Yeah, uh, more of that. Yeah. A lot of that. Listen to that guy and having Devon on. God, God bless him, but uh, I would rather file my own teeth off <laughs> than sit and debate sports all the time. But that's, some yeah, people that's, love it. And that's and, it. And, yeah. they, and, they, and they live for that, and they, they do it. But I just, no way, dude. Put me on with the boys. Put me on with the boys. <laughs> And I'll tell them what's up. Now that was back when the Eagles were more successful, I believe. Right. Um, but anyway. Yes, it was. All right, shall we do the letter of the day, my man? Yo. Yo. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. All right, and the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by The Letter. D is in damn good play. All right, we now have a word. We need caller number four at 215-263-WMMR. And let's see... If you know what the word of the week is, because we got a prize waiting over here for you, 215-263-WMMR. That is the number. Besides the complete uh, 76ers exchange uh, breakdown today on your program, uh, what else is coming up? Well, uh, in addition to that, we'll have uh, more tickets for The Who. Uh, it went on sale 39 minutes ago. So uh, The Who is on sale May 20th at the Big Joint. I will have one more pair of tickets and a block of The Who. We will combine a block of Ghost and Volbeat, both of whom will be over in Camden tomorrow. Nice. And, uh, yeah, that'll be fun. Uh, and uh, David Asikinen, the great drummer of The Hooters, is celebrating his birthday today. Oh, man. So we will do a workforce block of The Hooters and uh, have some fun with that. Um, so it's going to be a fun fun program. That will be a fun program. Yeah. Thanks, Pierre. And, uh, and more sports. See if we can get a winner. We're looking over here. Calling number four is Brittany. Hi, Brittany. Kadzooks, Brittany. What's the word of the week? It is brand. Touchdown! <laughs> Touchdown, Brandy. You're out of here! <laughs> Brandy. Uh, all right, Brittany, we just got you a, or you got yourself a two-night stay at Live Hotel plus a $300 Dining credit, you could use at any of the live casino and hotel Philadelphia restaurants, including the Prime Rib, Sports Social, or Luck Foo. So congratulations to you. Thank you, and I think I'll get myself a brandy there. There you go. (laughs) Enjoy, my dear. Hang on the line. We'll get your information. We'll take care of you. Don't forget that Live Casino and Hotel Philadelphia was voted best overall gaming resort in Pennsylvania. You must be 21 or older. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Thanks to the sponsors of the Preston and Steve Show. It has been brought to you today by Duncan, the official coffee of the Preston and Steve Show, and also Acme. You can download the Acme app to see your all-new deals, rewards, and perks today. Visit acmemarkets.com for details. And Trinity Rehab. They can help you get rid of your pain. No prescription needed. Trinity-Rehab.com. Uh, next week on this program, uh, we're going to have actor Bruce Davidson. He's a yes. character actor. He's great. He's from Philadelphia, and he's in um, uh, Ozark the, yeah, the next four. season. Uh, so we'll talk to him. Uh, we're also going to have Harold Pirino. Yes. You remember from Lost. Lost. Yeah. yeah. And the also the, uh, the Matrix movies. And Bobcat Goldthwait. Wow. Again. On the program. Awesome. So lots of stuff going on next week. That's it. We're done. Rage on. Have a great day. Join Casey today from 1 to 3. Colmar Beverage Woo! with Bud Light and Chickies and Pete's. We'll see you later, gang. Have a great weekend. <laughs> Three three WMMR. Bing there. Do do be do do do.